Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You guys, go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only, and you will get 50% off just about any item. For more than 40 years, Adam and Eve have built a reputation as a trusted and reliable adult product store. Whether you're male or female, gay, straight, bisexual, or anywhere in between, they have the cool adult toys and movies you desire. So when you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And who doesn't like a mystery? It's it's an exciting surprise nobody would ever not want. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So with Adam and Eve's discreet shipping and their commitment to secure 24-hour online shopping, your personal information will always be safe. So here's the code you use. Just use this code. Alexi at the checkout. That's A-L-E-X-I at adamandeve.com. Sex is positive, so shopping for sexual products should be super positive and fun too, you guys. Thank you, Adam and Eve. Welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host, and this is my podcast. My guest today is Jordan Firstman. Jordan Firstman is an actor, a writer, and a director. If you haven't seen his short film, The Disgustings, uh, which is a satire of awful gay men, uh, or his short, Sold, Run, Don't Walk, Google immediately. Both of these short films are available on the World Wide Web, and they are hilarious. Oh my God, Jordan. I, I, I've only met him three times total, all right? But I know that I love being near him. He is so hilarious. He's so talented. And he's also a writer on the upcoming TBS show, Not To Be Missed, called Search Party, created by Charles Rogers and Sarah Violet, and executive produced by Michael Showalter. Uh, Jordan and I talk about a million different things. As per the usual, it's a tangential journey. We talk about his boyfriend. We talk about ayahuasca, male god versus female god. I say, oh my god, uh, a ton. Uh, because it's a bad and unnecessary habit that I will probably never break. Um, Jordan reads me. In fact, Jordan reads everything in the goddamn studio, including a bottle of Arrowhead water. Uh, We talk about Beyonce, Kanye, Angeline, Soylent, appropriating culture, gay marriage, love, Carrie Bradshaw, possibly being bipolar. And, uh, And his boyfriend even sent in secret questions to ask him. Do you know that that's called modern romance? When your fucking boyfriend surprises uh, his boyfriend by telling the host uh, what to ask him. I think you understand what I'm talking about here. The point is, surprising your boyfriend on a podcast in whatever which way you decide to do it, that's modern romance. And uh, I appreciated that. Gave me hope about love. But most importantly, Jordan and I talk about what happened in Orlando. Um, So I recorded a bunch of other interviews before this conversation, before this podcast with Jordan, but what we discussed was so timely and so important, I had to fucking move this conversation to the top of the pile and get it out into the world. Because here's the thing, uh, the mass shooting, the massacre that happened two weeks ago in Orlando was a tragedy, is a a tragedy, and um, I just hope that this conversation that I have uh, 
with Jordan shed some light on, uh, I don't know, how the LGBTQ community is responding, how they're feeling, what's going on in our culture right now. The fact that, like, you know, I fucking live in a bubble and I forget that people are homophobic and that so much hatred exists in the world. And I just think it's important to talk about what's going on and what happened and how people are feeling and to not be fucking asleep at the wheel and dead inside and uh, to to try to help. So hopefully this conversation illuminates people. Um, Hopefully it makes, you know, people feel heard or less alone and maybe inspires you guys out there to to do something. And uh, yeah, it's just a fucking shocker. We, everybody tries so hard to pretend that homophobia or, uh, you know, racism and hate and all this shit doesn't exist. And it does. And, you know, it's terrifying and it's sad and it needs to stop. And, you know, so hopefully this conversation, just, just talking about it, uh, is helpful or something. And if you want to help, here are some websites to visit, uh, as far as uh, donating blood and gun control or just, you know, needing an outlet and somebody to talk to is concerned. Um, you can go to the redcross.org. You can go to everytown.org. You can go to the trevorproject.org and, uh, and just in general, for everything and anything Jordan Firstman and the hilarity and genius that is him, you can find him on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at JT Firstman. First man, JT First Man. It's very important. He wants those Instagram and Twitter followers. And uh, if you like this podcast, if you like the Love Alexi podcast and it makes you happy or laugh or learn stuff or feel less alone or whatever it does, I totally encourage you guys to subscribe on iTunes, leave a comment, and rate the show. And I know that sounds totally dorky and lame. Like, I know who my demographic is. I know who my listeners are. You're you're fucking, you're fucking cool. Why would you want to do something so lame and unnecessary to leave a comment, subscribe to a show on iTunes, and rate the show? I get it. But I swear to fucking God, it will really help me grow the show so I can keep doing it. And you can keep listening to it if you actually like it. Um, I also encourage us to be friends on all of social media at large, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, at Alexi Wasser. You can send emails to the show at dearlovealexi at gmail.com. You can leave me a voice message, voice message? Yeah, voicemail, voice message at 707-892-0440. But now I'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my conversation with actor, writer, director, Jordan Firstman. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hello? Holy shit! Are we recording? Oh my god! How are you? I'm so good, how are you? Right off the bat, do you have gum? I just had tuna. I do. Hey, how's it going? Okay, you're sitting here. Okay. You are sitting here. How dare you eat tuna right It was so good though. Was it? Look at you! Your fly is undone! Stop flirting with me! Your boyfriend will hate it! Uh, all of them. No, no those, those guys are great. Oh, my God. Oh, what? Come on, that'd be crazy. It's your free water. Oh, thank you. Um, here's my Soylent, in case I get low blood sugar. Okay, Have what? you tried Soylent before? <laughs> like, no, and I refuse. That's oh, ridiculous. really? Okay, it's not like Soylent Green, which is people like that movie. Wait, I can't hear me in my headphones at all. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are we on? Whoa. Are we uh, are we not recording? Oh, oh now I hear me. Oh, oh hello, hi. showbiz. Wait, was any of that recording? Oh, Tinsel Let me Town? See. No. Okay. no. Not oh. your notes. So check out my, my Soylent. So I, got I a, hate the branding. 
You do why? Too simplistic? It's so pretentious. Too easy? It's too like, too fuck, on the nose? Just like, <laughs> fuck you, like, enjoy your life, eat food. So you are your character in The Disgusting, so you're just, like, launching into, like, shit-talking <laughs> yeah. immediately. Let's you're all- see, what else do we got here? <laughs> Arrowhead water? <laughs> <laughs> Where nice the fuck try. am I? <laughs> Dasani only. No, Dasani's owned by Coke, so they're probably evil too. That's, they're all the water companies I do not trust. Not even tap. I especially don't trust tap. In LA, I feel like my tap smells like sweet, and that grosses me out. Oh, you, you like it sour? <laughs> no, but like you don't want anything to let it's not supposed to be sweet to smell sweet. You know what I mean? Let's set the stage here. I am here with Jordan Firstman, a writer, a director, an actor, uh, just a, a person I enjoy being around, even though we've only hung out together twice. Two Once times. when we shot a pilot, right? No, that's it. That's it, right? But yeah. it was like a two-day thing, right? It's two days. Two so day. once when we shot a pilot, and then once when we shot a pilot the next day. The next day. Yeah. Two times shooting a pilot. <laughs> we'll get into that momentarily for E called Last Looks or no, I Glam think Squad. No, they or the, sh- the Jordan Firstman Alexi Wasser <laughs> yeah. show for Und- E. <laughs> Untitled Jordan Firstman Alexi Wasser project. Um, so we met there, mm-hmm. shot for two days, and then uh, a lot of uh, intense texting. We text. Out of the blue. I like to vomit text you, like uh-huh. chunky chunk uh-huh. chunk text. Yeah. And then, Who's uh, texting you now? That's really rude of you. Yeah, I, listen, <laughs> I was waiting for you, you fucking bitch. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's actually Morgan Krantz, a friend of the show. He's been on the show before. I think I've met him before. Yeah, and then also you like to text me after you listen to shows and talk mm-hmm. a little more shit, right? And I be know. like, oh, that person thought they were so cool. We I get know. it. You're cool. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. I, I do listen to the show. Oh, wait. Dude, your what? Angeline interview was fucking bonkers. How? How? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to like shake her and be like, "Bitch, connect, <laughs> connect. Look me in the eye. Drop into something." <laughs> it's true. Oh my god, are you wearing a t-shirt with you yeah, on yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, uh, <laughs> I have to take a photo. Wait, uh, wait, wait, no, it's, there are two versions of me on it. You're so wearing, the, wait. This is a, a picture, this is a t- I'm wearing a t-shirt of a picture of me wearing a t-shirt of a picture of me on it. Unbe- where can we buy this, where can I buy my, this t-shirt? My, my friend made me the photo, and then I made the t-shirt oh, myself. But my the, God. But what I want to do now is, so I want to, I want to take a pic, like, I have a picture of me wearing this shirt, and I want to keep making shirts, so it keeps, like, there, by the end there would be, like, a hundred inside of me it's like that russian doll where you mm. open the thing yeah, and yeah, think, hey yeah, turn yeah. your phone over too but i'm snapchatting you right now oh, wearing i want to snapchat no uh, do you want to do you want to see something funny yes um so my boyfriend just met my mom for the first time we took a picture <gasps> that's and exciting then, and then he photoshopped our two butts together with a picture of us and my mom wait is that like you're having a <laughs> oh wait let's show this to aristotle <laughs> Oh my god! See, people love this on a podcast. Uh, hold on, I'm putting showing this pictures. showing pictures on a podcast is the ultimate. Can I take a photo of this photo you just showed me and put it on Snapchat? Yeah, it'd make it like a three second one though. It's like a picture and then three seconds. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. And we are snapping and podcasting. Ooh, can I have some of the Listerine spray? What's that? Can I have some? Oh, please, yes. Um, but then somebody just texted me. Oh my God! Here we go. Here, we- oh, I- you got a text on your phone. I was like, wait a minute, who's texting? All right, here we go. 
All right, this is boring this for is podcast so, listening. And okay. for your guests. Yeah, that's I'm what I'm saying. Super I'm sorry. Right? Okay, put that away. Put that away. <laughs> okay, Turn okay, it over. Okay, okay, you're right, you're Live right. in our lives. I, put, I have the... two hours on my meter. That's enough, right? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> yes, we will. We got. We'll be out of here uh, with time to spare. Okay, so tell me about us meeting, but then we'll get into everything. So we met at like I want to say it was like four or five in the morning. Boring. I'm taking over. Okay. So <laughs> okay. No, keep well, going. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah. It, Are those all your feelings also on Angeline? Um, I I it was interesting though. Um, to hear her just lie so much and like, what was she lying about? Everything. She well, she wouldn't answer anything, oh. and then like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, buddy, <laughs> shaking up my soiling. Um, I I do want to. So that fills you up for like a full day. You drink one a day. No, I, it's like 400 calories, and I would like. I and I like food though. I like had yeah. this in the morning, and then like ate in and out, like binge ate <laughs> in and out last night, uh, like a monster. But uh, yeah. no, it doesn't. Feel, one wouldn't feel me about it. But I feel like if I had three or four a day and no food, I would like to see what that kind of new eating disorder looks like uh, right. in my life. But yeah, so she was lying, and she wouldn't connect. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, These are all the things you're not going to well, do. Well, she on the was podcast. actually she was actually like a little. She was. As not real as I expected she would be, but she was also like her vocal quality was re- felt real. Like I was expecting her all to be in here, like little like boop boop boop. But like sometimes she would talk like a real person. Yeah, and that confused me because what she was saying wasn't real. But then she'd be like, Meow! yeah, and it's like, oh my god, and it's like you realize why she wasn't like actually. Is she gonna? She's not gonna listen. To no, this, she right? says yeah. She's. You realize why she wasn't actually successful because people who could actually like sustain like what the character they're trying to play, like will probably make it as it, and she's going in and her inconsistency is off the wall. And yeah. so like you need to like be to have any kind of success. I think consistency is really important. So if you're like changing who you are every like minute or 30 seconds and yeah. it's just like too confusing for people to latch on to it's a weird scene too because she is giving away a free ride in her corvette in her pink mm-hmm. corvette and uh, i won the contest which is odd because i'm like why did i win the contest am i the only i think i don't know how many people put their names in the in the oh, box to potentially win a ride with, with her but i think she wants to hang out with me and i would like to hang out with her and, and uh go for a ride in her corvette but i'm also it's like never meet your heroes you know yeah never meet my <laughs> heroes yeah yeah but it's kind of like that because i'm it's like her energy is kind of dark and bizarre and exhausting so i'm like yeah it'd be cool to have a day of like snapchats of me like driving around the city in a pink corvette with angeline yeah. but like didn't didn't aristotle and i kind of live it didn't mm-hmm. we already like do that and get yeah. that out of our system i felt bad for you she i was felt really bad mean for me to you. you thought she was mean to me i felt that yeah how come and i felt you were kind of you were i getting, was not like, my best you were getting a little like insecure but then you were i was so it insecure it was weird but interesting i like things like that i lost my power i was so embarrassed <laughs> and i was like i can't not put this out but who I'm... do you think is gonna uh, have more power in this podcast uh i think we're fine because we're both young cool people yeah, we're so young and uh... <laughs> <laughs> so okay tell me about our meeting Okay, so it was we had like a really okay. So I I like joined the cast of this. There was air quotes there. The cast of this like a day before. Okay. Oh, you're so cool. <laughs> so I auditioned. I auditioned for this television show on E. I wanted to do a good job. Um and I booked the job. You booked it. And you fucking slid right in there. <laughs> I mean, like the charmer you are. Yeah, whatever. Uh so I was like I have no idea what this is. I, we did, like, a table read of the script before. Oh, that's where we met. No, you weren't there. That wasn't me. Who's you that? Who's that girl? 
You just weren't at the table read. I wasn't. Um, this is boring. Uh, <clears throat> no, so you get there five in the morning. And we are in the garage together, remember? Mm-hmm. And we walked up together. And I thought you were straight. You thought and I was straight. And I was straight. like, oh my God. I was wearing like a, a like funky sweater, right? Okay, never say that word again. <laughs> I, I don't like, I um, hate the word funky. I, that's like such my mom like goes to Chico's to buy some funky clothes. <laughs> Oh my I some, god! I, if you can't see me right now, but I'm wearing so many chunky necklaces. No. I'm dressed like a drama teacher. A <laughs> I, have, drama I, have, teacher. I, have, I have I have three peasant skirts on and sandals. No. Oh my god! I used to love to wear dresses over jeans in high school. Oh, that was that's Ooh, or the slips. Number one worst look. You, I know, but I mean, as, as a woman in junior high and high school, wearing a slip dress or a dress over jeans <laughs> made me feel so empowered. Maybe it's maybe feel cozy and safe, like, like I'm just living my life. Uh, it's disgusting. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Can I, 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 can I add a small anecdote? Mm-hmm. So I have tw- I have twin sisters. You do? Yeah, that are both lesbians. Okay. And in high school, for three years straight, they wore the exact same outfit every day, which was a inside out navy blue pullover hoodie. I okay. A long brown peasant skirt and Adidas shower sandals. <laughs> Every day for three years. Were they lesbians before this? No. And then they became lesbians? I want you... I feel like you're not taking a moment to actually (laughs) picture this. That is insane, Alexa. No, it is a gross outfit. (laughs) I don't like brown anything. It's beyond, like... It's beyond (laughs) gross. It is... It's true insanity. I wouldn't wear a brown skirt, a brown (laughs) pair of pants, uh, or trousers, as they say. Yeah. um, (laughs) But they did it for three years straight, every day. They they dress better. Oh, one dress is better now. <laughs> one dress is better now. Are you close to them? I'm. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore. No, yeah. I, one married like this amazing uh, plus size fashion blogger, really famous. You should have her on the podcast. What's her name? Her name is Nicolette Mason. Nicolette Mason. Yeah, and Nicolette like, does not let her your no, sister she, wear those kind of. She outfits like anymore, stepped right? up my sister's fashion game for sure, and now she dresses like Ellen, my sister. Classic, simple chic. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So it's five in the morning. We're in a parking yeah, yeah, lot yeah, yeah. in the E building. On Wilshire, mm-hmm. and I go, I look over and I'm like, oh my god, mm. who is that hunk? Oh my god, this is where because I, I think that's how my brain works all the time. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe today's the day I meet the love of my life. And I'm like, <laughs> I, of course, and I'm and like, like, it's five in the morning, so I like, I'm in probably have a low voice. I'm like, hey, what's up? Uh, what's totally, up? <laughs> totally, you lied to me. And then we're like walking in, and then like at the time we like actually got in into into the building, you're like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took me like two minutes to warm up into my true self. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But then we had, it was fun. Like, that was a fun shoot. Why did we bond? Uh, I don't know. I feel like you you are like, this is a, a good thing, but you like, uh, f- you force bond p- people. But like, in a way that most people don't want. <laughs> don't look at him. Usually my guest is always like looking for help from Aristotle. Today it's like, Aristotle! <laughs> I, I know, I'm about to read you. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh my no, God, I love no, no, this. No, 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 no. Uh, but if you want me to, I will. Please, no, um, I would like that. So... So you, yeah, you kind of were like, you chose me. Mm-hmm. You definitely chose me. You're very handsome. Thank you. I like good looking people. Thank you. And then, and then you, at, you're great at asking questions. So you asked me a lot of questions and then. You love talking about yourself. I love talking about myself. I'm like here to listen. But then I also had another buddy on set. Who? Meredith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you guys did not bond, really. Did she hate me? No, but like you guys just didn't bond. We didn't bond, but I did not dis- I didn't dislike you her. Like, you like boys. I like That's boys. That's another observation. Uh, yeah, I like boys. <laughs> oh, uh, news alert. <laughs> I like boys. Yeah, I used to have a blog called I'm Boy Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I did like Meredith. But I think like there's one little moment where I think I said something that was like partially insulting by accident, and I just knew I never got her back <laughs> or something. Uh, I love that girl. She um, seems like she's in a really great relationship. Oh my god! Yeah, like she's dating somebody, and yeah, they're always po- they post pictures of each other on Instagram. Like that's all yeah. I want. I'm not sure. Yeah, what we're not allowed to talk about it? No, no, I don't. I don't know if you know who he is, but I don't want to say it in He's case that an actor. I'm not allowed to like say it. Okay, I'll tell you after. Okay, but he it, and like the like how, how like just her dating him is so funny for so many reasons, but they're so great together. His name is Wyatt, and he's great. Oh, because of the fact that she looks exactly like his sister, and Kate mother. Hudson, yeah. and Goldie Hawn. Yeah, it's insane. Like, I looked at a picture. I was like, wait, you're dating. Okay, so you out, you we, outed it. So we I might bleep it. this out or whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll listen back before we post this. But yeah, it was crazy because I was like, oh, your boyfriend, you guys are a great couple, cute couple alert. Oh my God, by the way, do you know that you look exactly like yeah. Kate Hudson? And she's like, no, no. And then I'm like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you look exactly like Kate Hudson. And then like <laughs> an hour later, I find out she is dating uh, Kate Hudson's brother. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, well, he, she also like on on the show because she's one of the leads of Search Party, and so she. You are a writer. Everybody who's listening, yeah. Jordan Firstman, my guest here today, is a writer on a really great TV show that I watched the pilot yesterday, doing all my research on you. It's called Search Party. Isn't the pilot so good? It is so good, so special. It's yeah, it's called Search Party. Mm-hmm. When's it coming out? It comes out in November on TBS. November, TBS. Wow, TBS doing a lot They're of cool stuff. They're stepping their shit. Holy shit, TBS. Yeah, Search Party starring Alia. Shawcat. And she's one of the producers. No. It says it on the credits. She's one of the producers. Really? Yeah. Wake up. She's, All right. Really? It says she's a producer and well, I on believe which, it. Which credits? In the pilot credits. There's no credits in the pilot. Yeah, there is. The one I sent you does not. Maybe it's updated. Oh my God, you're right. I sent you a new version. I, have, I guess she's a producer now. I didn't know that. Call your boyfriend. Call your boyfriend. Call your boyfriend. Is that a song? Tommy Tom Robin, come on. Tell your reason. Tell your reason. You know what that song is so sad. I've never heard that song before. So Robin is the guy, the girl that this guy cheated with his girlfriend on. So he's like, she's like, call your girlfriend. It's time you have the talk. Give your reason. Say it's not her fault. But you just met somebody new. Are they going to be together, do you think? Yeah, but, like, fuck Robin, too. Well, I guess it's, like, everyone always blames the girl when, when the guy cheats, and no one ever blames the guy, which sucks. But then the girl who was involved like the and the cheating is saying, like, tell your girlfriend she didn't do anything wrong? Yeah. Of course the girlfriend who didn't do anything wrong didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. Yeah, but, like, I think it's important to say that because people often blame women for everything. They should just they should be upset with the boyfriend because he's boyfriend. the one who made yeah. the promise. Yes. Okay. I don't yeah. know. This is maybe the most tangential podcast I've ever done. <laughs> Robin, I don't, I don't Robin, think so. if you're listening, blame just, the boyfriend. I just like the fact that I didn't go to UCB or Groundlings and I just like jumped right in there. It was fearless and just like started harmonizing and singing that song with you. You really don't know that song. Never heard that song, but this is like that's like a metaphor for life. You just got to jump in, Aristotle, not be you know scared. That song, right? It's such a Robin's amazing. Aristotle shaking his head. No, it's it's Robin with a Y though. Everybody, R O B Y N, not to be confused with the male Robin Thicke. Wait, <laughs> no, he might be a Y too. No, no, he's, no an he's an I. Okay, listen, exclusive. Aren't you so <laughs> so relieved that he's not famous anymore? Robin Thicke. Yeah. Wait, what's his dad's name? Alan, Alan Thicke. Thicke. <laughs> oh God. Oh, but that's a good song that Alan Thicke wrote. No, Robin. For gro- I know, but for growing pains, Alan Thicke, his dad he wrote, wrote that song. This. This is not at all what I thought this podcast would be. <laughs> this, but, is, this is just what it, like it's always going to be. We're going to end up talking about Alan Thicke eventually. <laughs> wait, but do you know the Growing Pain song? Um, how does it, how does it, it start? Goes, well, wait, hold on. It goes like, 
Oh my god. Um, oh, fuck. What would we do, baby? Oh, that's family ties, right? Yeah. Wait, growing pains is uh. All I get here is making the way in the world well, today. today. Takes everything you got. got. Wait, um, that's wait, cheers. Wait, it's a rare condition of this day and age. That's like family ties, family matters. Okay. Oh, fuck. Right. I can't remember. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> wait, so you're going to read me. So I asked a lot of questions and I was like, you're attractive. I'm going to talk to you. Talk, 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 talk. And then yeah. what happened? And you're like, ugh. It's, how come you decided you didn't hate me? Because or, you're, or, you're, uh, I find you likable. Oh, that's not, oh, how nice. <laughs> how? And you remind me of, you remind me of my roommate a lot. Okay. Who, oh, Kate no, Hudson? I can't, <laughs> I can't say anything about her because she will like. Annihilate you? Yeah. But all your friends know if who your I, roommate is. So now everybody in your life knows who you're talking I'm about. I'm just going to say, Kristen, I'm so sorry. But so she, she, <laughs> so she like loved you in co- when she was in college. She like read your blog in college. So when I came home after shooting, I was like, oh, it's like girl Alexi Wasser, she's super cool. And she's like, I love Alexi Wasser. And she like loved you. And she was like, never tell her because I don't want to be seen as a fan because I want to meet her and then be friends. And I don't want to be seem like I'm a fan. So you just fucking just added your are you guys still roommates? <laughs> yeah, it's it's been complicated recently. I bet. <laughs> I bet it's been co- you should have brought her. Yeah. You should have her on. Um wait, Kristen or Kirsten? Yeah, Kristen. Kristen. She's like a cool, cool girl. Um I thought you were going to be like, but now she hates you and blah, blah. No, and, she uh, doesn't hate you. And by the way, when we left, the, when we wrapped the shooting of the pilot. Um, I said I was going to invite you to a party I was like, and I didn't. I, did you but, have the housewarming party? Well, it, was, it was so impromptu. Oh, that I, I, it was so I, impromptu <laughs> that I let you know it was going to happen like weeks in advance. No, no, like, the, the day we chose didn't end up happening. And then I was in Deep Creek with like a bunch of gay guys. And we we're like, let's just go back to my house. And that became the party. <sighs> Listen, we're here now. That's yeah. all that matters. Let's let's uh, let's focus this. Okay, <laughs> but this is going to be fun. We're going to listen back and be like, oh, "What a crazy train ride or train wreck!" Or, yeah, okay. train ride. a train ride, a wreck. train ride wreck. So you're a writer on Search Party. I am. It's an yeah. amazing show produced by Alia Shockett. Shockett, <laughs> the, the one Shockett? producer on the show is Alia Shockett. <laughs> and are we allowed to say? Wait, how did you meet your boyfriend? Okay, so because this is a bad look, it make it's a bad look, but it's not a bad look. Because I don't want to be like like if I were on a show and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm dating the creator of the show, but so, like I, you're very lovable. If you were straight, I'd be like, put your private. But I privates. do want to say that was like the biggest fear of mine, and then <sighs> no, and like I know people think that I just got on the show because of him, but we did not start dating until after the writers' room. Oh, wait, so you met so. How did you get involved okay. in Search Party? Okay, and so, then we'll get into your love life. So I had a short film. The first one I made. The Disgusting. The Disgusting. That is incredible, starring you and Drew. Drew Drogi. And he, he does He's, those videos. The uh, Chloe 70. The Chloe 70 videos. I had to put all the pieces together. I was like, oh, that's him. Isn't he so good? Both of you are so good. And tell us what that is. Aristotle's leaving it so good. Yeah, He's like, there's crazy. too much personality um, in this room. <laughs> basically, I don't know. I feel like I made... I can't really watch that short anymore. Oh, thanks for making me watch uh, <laughs> it. I loved it, but I was like, oh, no. Um... What do you mean? Oh, because they're because so those guys sad. are scary. They're scary and sad. I like I like what that short means, and I think that a lot of gay people really resonated with it. So tell me what it is. If it's for all the people who've never seen it, who are going to Google it and watch it now, it's Set basically what is this? Thing? It's basically just like a satire of like bitchy gay people and not and and people living living this life that like they should be thankful for and just finding the flaws in every moment of their lives yeah and they're and so mean they're mean they're yeah. mean but a lot of people are mean but also that sometimes they're right <laughs> oh my god but sometimes they're right
right. What about when the girl's doing yoga and they're like, totally right. You're you're, you're the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the I worst. Like, That's horrible. I mean, but you see like a girl just like coming up and she's like, I just got so much from just believing, and you're like, you're awful, <laughs> right? You do think that. So I don't I, talk to those people. I just go like, you think it though. I don't think you're the worst. I go, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, but it that's subtext for you're the worst. So are these characters or or is this you? They're characters. Are they? They're like the worst. Like how I wrote it for because Drew and I were like really close friends before, and then I wrote it for like the worst parts of our personality. Wait, did Meredith say she didn't like me? Or are you just oh, picking up on my that? God. Are you just picking up on that? No, she didn't say that, and she doesn't not like you. I can't believe I follow her on Instagram. I just want the best for her. Let's circle this back to my career. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so go on. Uh. Did you watch my other short, too? Yes, we'll get to that in a moment. I like that one Sold, period. Yeah. Keep Um, going. (laughs) So basically, The Disgustings did a bunch of film festivals, and Charles, my boyfriend, and his writing partner, Sarah Violet Bliss, made a feature called Fort Tilden, which is... What's it called? Fort Tilden. Fort Tilden. I have to see this. love it. I... So my short opened for their feature. Really? Where? At the New Orleans Film Festival. And I, like sat there watching their film and it's basically like a two, an hour and a half version of the discussings but like that's like better and smarter um but i sat there watching it and i was like holy fuck i have never seen something like this movie i was so blown away by it yeah um and then he always says so i messaged him on facebook charles anytime we tell a story of how we met he says jordan reached out which is like the meanest thing you could ever say. How to did someone. it happen? Oh yeah, somebody came up to me at a thing uh, downstairs here at Meltdown Comics, and they were like, "Well, this guy walked up to me. I thought he was going to hit on me." And he goes, "Hey, um, didn't you friend request me on Facebook?" Yeah. And I was like, "No, because I didn't." But uh, what, what a fucking dig! I know. I okay, know. So go on. So I reached out. You did, and I was like, well, "Just because I was such, I loved the film so much. In effect, I like went and saw it twice at the festival because I just loved it so much." And where and can it, we like, see this movie now? It's on Netflix. iTunes. iTunes. It will be on Netflix. Just watch, buy it. Watch it on iTunes or okay. uh, Amazon. But it won. It won the grand jury at South by Southwest. It did. Yeah, it started their career. Oh my god! They, it was their like thesis film at NYU. Really? And it like got them everything. Oh my god! Yeah, that was only a, recent. Yeah. Oh wow! Keep it's going. an amazing movie, and that's how they got their TV show. And so I started. I became friends with both of them, Charles and Sarah Violet. Um, and then. I acted in the pilot of Search Party, if you noticed. I did, in that <laughs> yoga scene. I want more of you acting in, in the show. You'll get a tiny bit more, but not so much. Really? Because does that boyfriend come back? The boyfriend comes back, but I kind of just get like dismissed. I'm in two episodes. Um, oh, I want more of you. You're a great actor. Yeah, you hear that, Charles and SV? You're a great <laughs> actor. All right, um, keep going. And then, So you reached out. You're like, I love what you do. And then we we became friends, and then they had see, so they watched my stuff, and then didn't they see it at the festival? They weren't at the festival. What a bunch of motherfucking assholes! I know. They All weren't right. at the festival. Okay. And then so uh, yeah, we that summer uh, when the show hadn't like gotten picked up yet, Charles and I became really close, like everyday best friends. Is this after I met you? This before I met you? Yeah, got way it, got before. It. Got it. Got it. Um, so yeah, we became best best friends. Hanging out every day because, like, he was in this weird in between time because he was he was like a writer on Wet Hot American Summer, but oh, then like yeah. their show hadn't gotten picked up where it had, and they just like weren't able to like start the writers' room for a few months. So he was in this weird limbo. Getting all the details here, yeah. on Alexi, <laughs> all the all the details. Uh, okay, so and, and then um, you were in a relationship too, right? Kind of. 
We don't have to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, that was anyway, a bad one. Whatever. I can't he, last time, so last time I talked about my ex on a podcast, um, I had I had nothing bad to say about him, and he <laughs> now I'm I'm crazy. I'm about to like do it again. That's okay. But he like wrote me this <laughs> insane email, being like, "You fucking opportunist! Like you're such a." fucking asshole like you'll never no one will ever be able to trust you and i, I said nothing bad bad about him on oh my the god but now oh my god you're gonna go home and regret this so much and then i'm gonna have to like send no, aristotle all these cuts and be like that part where he talks about his uh, i know yeah it's fine so yeah so then charles was like do you want to submit to the writer's room and then um michael showalter who's the showrunner and executive oh. producer saw sold and he really liked sold so then i went and met and went through a few meetings and got the job he like sold your short film sold more than everyone likes sold more than the disgustings. Uh, I like the, the disgustings more. Interesting. Wait, and it's funny. Uh, I think that means they're all homophobic because you're playing straight and sold. It it does. That I wrote. Did you see that thing I wrote on on Monday? No. I like wrote this long post on Facebook how like I you made... just expect me to follow you and just like know what's happening. I, how I wrote it how really dare good. you? It like broke. It broke like four fifty four fifty on Facebook, which is pretty good. Four hundred fifty likes. Yeah, that's pretty good for me. All right. Um. But what did you say? I was basically like, and we'll we'll transition into like, I guess talking about you know what happened this week. But I wrote this post about like how I've made two short films and like the disgustings had like crazy viewership and did better in festivals, but like the industry really like sold and like that That's broke weird. me. Into, and like every meeting I go into, they're like sold, sold, sold. Do not even mention the disgustings. That's really weird. And so like after this week, I'm like fuck that. I'm going to like I'm going to like only make gay work until until I like can't anymore yeah and because like the more visibility even though i'm writing unlikable characters like the more visibility the better people just start have to get used to us yeah i i don't even understand i mean that's why i was saying i, I did an intro for my most recent podcast that came out talking about like uh the stanford rape mm-hmm. and talking about orlando and i uh i just was it's a shocking because i live in a bubble yeah you know i live i was born and raised in west hollywood i just forget that people are like homophobic or racist or whatever like i forget that and then these things happen and it's such a crazy reminder before we get into that though yeah i wouldn't even so i just thought like the disgusting is hilarious non-stop hilarity Mm -hmm. and like every little detail even things muttered under one each of your your (laughs) drew's breath is like amazing like comedic gold and sold, I loved it, but it's like it's also like very inside, very industry. Yes. Like the person who can't stop talking about the industry to like brag to the people, yeah, yeah, anything, yeah, yeah. you know. And it was really smart and special, but I was also like, oh wait, he's playing straight. Like why? I don't like that. Like not that I don't like that. It was very good, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, yeah I think for be, that, for that, I'm sure like, they're I'm sure they're likable gay characters too. You're like, yeah, you're, I'm. Well, I'm <laughs> shooting my next thing next week. It's gonna be a likable gay character. Uh, no, well, that's okay. Whatever. He's pretty unlikable, but both like. I don't know. He, it's this one is really complicated. It's oh. like a, it's it's my most like complicated one. Why you is don't this know more who, complicated? I don't know. It's just really hard to root for either of the characters because they're both wrong and they're both right. You know what I mean? That's in yeah. I, oh, I'm I'm all over the place right now. But I remember a long time ago I sold a show, and the executive producer of the show was like. When we're writing it, she's like, "You can't make a f- this character unlikable. You can't yes. make her unlikable." And you're and, and and I was like, "Well, why can male characters be unlikable? Like you got like Ra, mm-hmm. Ra, uh, what's his name, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is like the charming mm-hmm. asshole." And, yep. all these, and I went, "Why can't a woman be like that? Why can't a girl be like that?" And they're like, "She can't. She can't. She can't." Then shows like Broad City and Girls came out, and it's like the, like the manic pixie jerk girl or whatever the phrase is that somebody told me the other day that I don't love, but I'm just going to use right now to explain. Yeah, but that. then everyone attacked them too. I mean, people don't attack Broad City that much. But uh, oh, they don't. They don't attack Broad City. No, but they attack 
Lena Dunham. Yeah. And she's awesome. It's just, yeah, I don't know. No, it's so, I'm so, and everyone is so wrong. The people that make the decisions in this town are just, there's no other way to put it, but they're wrong. But we love working. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I'm in a, I'm in like a weird place with like the industry and like letting people tell me what to do. And I just want to like make what I think is important, especially, I mean, especially now it's, it's just important to me. And, and I'm not going to like let people tell me that like, cause after the disgustings came out, I had like five like networks or whatever being like, mm. can you write this for like two girls? And I was like, oh, fuck you. That's crazy. And we, yeah, we had a really complicated like journey with the disgustings. Cause we like, People really liked it, and and then we like pitched as a show, and like the like subtle homophobia, and that was really crazy. What was the, what was the subtle homophobia you noticed pitching to disgusting? I mean, we were just like killing it in every room, and then like the the like n- they would be like, "We're just not ready for this. We're, we're not just, ready. We're not for ready this. for it." And like we basically, yeah, like there was one network we got like really really close, like in the room they basically told us, yeah. yes, and then like. They, like, sent it to the higher-ups and everything, and they were just like, we're not ready for a gay show. I mean, is that, like, what? where is where is ready for a gay show? What's that one network, like, uh... Logo? Logo. I mean, yeah, but, like, no, like, it's not real. Like, it's, like, not... Because no one, except for gay people, and, like, a very yeah. small amount of gay people are even watching Logo. Yeah, you want to be, like, you want to be represented in, mm-hmm. you know, on, on TPS, on yeah. uh, fucking NBC, yeah. on the... I don't know. Yeah, it's Does Will it's, and Grace count? Uh yes. Yeah. I'm 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 like a fan of Will and Grace. Yeah. I think like for its time it was That's really important. Really progressive, yeah. yeah. Like way I more progressive than looking, I think. Like I never watched Looking, but I heard him as a guest on like the Brady Sinellis podcast, yeah. the writer. But what that, do you what do you think of Brady Sinellis? Oh my god. Well, I do want to get back to your complicated new character in your new short mm-hmm. film that you're making, but uh I love Brady Sinellis. Mm. I love you do not love him? I just think he's an intense like whatever. I just think he's a very intense personality that I that I think is smart and entertaining. You don't like him? Nah. Why? I think he's talented. He was talented. He was talented. I mean, look at like his la- like the canyons. Oh, Jesus fucking God. Christ. Oh, what about before that? The informers. Like, but he said that the informers went like astray. Mm, right. Okay. The informers. Okay. Did you see that? No, like he but he knows like, it went wrong. You can't just be like it went astray. That's why it's bad. Like that's not an excuse. <laughs> if I miss, at least he's not backing it, being no. like, "This is some great work I just did." There's so much filmmaking is so hard, that, and it's like there's so so many ways it could go wrong. I just saw this movie, um, The Lobster. I love The Lobster. I want to see that. It's so good. But I saw like the new Susan Sarandon movie. Okay. And like it's just like the premise is so good, and it was like made for me, and then it just like lost its way ten minutes in, and I was like, filmmaking is so hard. This should be such a good movie, and it's just not working for me. I'm screwed. I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to make a, a feature. I've made short, short films. Do it. But I'm terrified because I can. I'm, I can barely get it together. All I want. I go. Oh, I'm just gonna get inspired. Watch a bunch of movies and like outline the thing and rewrite it's the really thing. Hard. And then I'm like, oh my god, it's been like two years. I'm like still talking about this. It's like just terrifies me. It's really scary. It seems like it's just be so simple. Just put a bunch of the pieces together, mm-hmm. do the thing, acquire, mm-hmm. get the crew together. You don't need that but money. like it's. Uh... The the like unspeakable thing in a movie is tone, and tone is so hard because you can't oh. plan out tone. 
Can't you? You can, but it's hard. It's like so you have to be so detail oriented to plan out tone because there's so many moving parts in a film. So you could have a tone in a script and that could be super clear. But then when you add other things, you're just like, oh, this like doesn't know what it is. Like Like, what other things? Like actors, performances. Yeah, performances, camera, like 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 lighting color yeah everything can like change the tone of it so quickly like but then you have to learn how to communicate like with the colorist mm -hmm. or with the with the person doing the soundtrack you've got to like that's i feel like that's the most difficult thing like even making short films to gear up to do like a feature film is like you just have to learn how to like communicate and that's exhausting Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. like well i just kind of want it to be like this where no and and be able to say like i don't I, thank you for what you did, but mm-hmm. I, I needed to be blah, blah. It's like all about communicating and persevering and like having follow through. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? Mm. Tone, Brady Sinellis, little shit talking about Brady Sinellis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and do you like think of me as like a, a bitch? <laughs> I, I am. I was like slightly, I really did want you to like me because I just have nothing but, had nothing but love for you. I'm not a mean spirited shit talky person. No, you're not. Am and, I? And it's, no, you're not at all. I'm very earnest and people think that I'm fucking with them because I'm so earnest. I'm, and I, like, it's just so in, because it's just so in my community to like be judgmental, but like, I'm still nice though. I feel like I'm pretty nice. Right? Oh God. <laughs> I'm I nice. do. You I'm are. discerning. I'm discerning, but nice. I no, think. you are, and you're great, and you're, you're like, uh, I. Uh, why do you think that's a like? There's a the bitchy factor. Like, like you made these characters that are like these bitchy gay guys talking. Like, why is that? Like, I a, think it's definitely um, like the the ba- the bad side of it is yeah. that it's a a defense because thank I you. Mean, I just like, want to talk about it. Yes, like the defense. It's a defense, but like we. Look, I mean. Oh my God! Look, look what at we have us. to fucking deal look at with. What we have to fucking fight every day. Yeah. I mean, like I, I was hearing someone talk about the shootings, and they're like, if they we're talking about the shooting in Orlando, the shooting in Orlando. If they think they're that we are going to stop fighting now, like bitch, we have been fighting since the schoolyard. Yeah. Like we've been fighting every day. So tell so, me your feelings about everything that happened. So so uh, set the stage. Um. Yeah, it's it's horrible. So it's last, like last it's, weekend. Last weekend, fifty forty nine. We are not going to say fifty because they're in the fifty. They're including the killer. Oh fuck that! So yeah. I don't. I don't even want to like include him in the yeah. fifty. So forty nine people were killed at a gay bar in Orlando, and another mass shooting. I mean, there. It's such a. It's it's complicated and it's so simple. It was an attack on gay people. Uh, what complicates it is that uh, the attacker is probably gay. Yeah. Uh, what complicates it is that, like, this country, like, refuses to, like, admit that it was attack on gay people. They're, like, making it into an ISIS thing and they're making it into, like, even even a lot of liberals and, like, celebrities, I've seen them tweeting gun control, gun control, gun control. And I agree 100 percent that is the number one problem. But they're not saying anything about how it was an attack on gay people, which mm-hmm. – Without homophobia, this would not have happened. It might have happened in a, and you could get shot anywhere. But like this specific attack, which was the biggest in U.S. history, was an attack on gay people. Yeah, and it's like it needs to be talked about. And you were saying on the news that like that certain news outlets are are not mentioning that it was a they were like gay nightclub. Yeah, they were or a gay Latino nightclub, and like. They're they're just being like, oh, this the, uh, the like this horrible shooting happened, which with a bunch of young people just trying to have a good time, like yeah. at a, at a club, and it's like fuck you, yeah. it's like you you are like silence is as bad as the other side of it, and if like if you're not 
posting about that uh, like solidarity with the LGBT community, then like you're that you fucking suck. Yeah, you could suck my dick. Oh my god, it's horrible. It's been I've never in my life had a, had a week like this. So tell me what, what you were feeling and like where were you when you found yeah. out what happened? And- I was so I was at a lesbian wedding. Um, on Saturday night and I was like we stayed up to like four and someone woke me up at eight. Uh getting a little emotional. Um and um I like I was I was I was too hungover to like really process it. And so I was just like, oh my god, that sucks. And like I went back to bed and then like throughout the day as like my hangover subsided, I was just like it just kept Getting, I didn't realize how big it was. Yeah. And um, and then Sunday was bad, and then Monday was worse, and then Tuesday was worse, and then, like, Wednesday was bad. It, it just has been, like, going in and out of, like, me, like, sobbing and feeling, like, an immense pride for my people. And it, it's, like, yesterday... Um, my my really good friend Jeffrey Self and like we we did a telethon to like raise money for for you know the victims and for gun control yeah and we invited like sixty of like the smartest coolest gay people over to his house live streamed it on Facebook Live and just you like did? he interviewed two people at a time we all sat there it was like basically like a stand up show it was called oh my God. Gay People Are Awesome oh my God and we like we just sang songs and it was just like so amazing so to have moments like that. Like, and also have moments of just complete, like, lack of faith in the world. And because I grew up in a time I was like, my generation is like, it's post AIDS. So, like, I didn't really grow up worrying about AIDS. And it was also like pre this era, which is like really exposed homophobia because people, it was always there. It was always under the surface. But like when gay marriage passed, it like brought it up to the surface. Oh, it did. It brought it back up. Yeah, it just it just like people were more expressive about it, but it was always there. Like it was, it never went away. Yeah, people um, were just better at hiding it, like they are with racism. Yeah, it's like oh, so, oh, we can't we can't do that anymore, so we gotta we gotta stifle it, yeah. and act like we're cool. Yeah, and so um, yeah, it's a really fucking weird time in the world. How old are you? Twenty four. Twenty four. You're such a baby. Yeah. You guys are both the same age. Are you twenty four yet? Soon. What day? You know, okay, whatever. Twenty four has been yeah okay, but um yeah I like I would think I was like over and then like on like Wednesday morning or Tuesday morning I like was in I went to a coffee shop and I like saw a gay guy that I like been acquaintances <sighs> with like I like met him a few times and we both just like looked at each other and started sobbing you in this did? coffee shop. Oh my god! I know <laughs> it's like yeah it's been weird, man, and like. Yeah, it just sucks that people hate us so much, and like, like, and it just feels like there's nothing we can do except like try to teach people better. Because like the people that already hate us aren't gonna stop. Yeah, it was. Oh God, I don't even like you saying that people hate you so much because I just feel like oh, this one guy, this one guy who probably hated he he hated himself. Mm-hmm. He was probably gay. I know. It was, but if people didn't hate gay people so much, then he wouldn't have hated himself so much for being gay. That's the whole thing. It's like if culture didn't tell if culture and religion didn't tell him how unworthy he was of life, then he wouldn't think gay people were unworthy of life, and he wouldn't have killed forty nine gay people. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, like, as, like, as things come to the surface with this, it gets 
more and less complicated. And I, I mean, like, it's been really beautiful to see, like, community get, come together. Yeah. yeah. But it, it still feels so, like, this is definitely, like, feels like, this is a big statement, I know, but it feels like gay people's 9-11 a little bit, where yeah. it's like, I've never seen such support in the gay community, but then you're also realizing, like, how... So many people outside the gay community don't give a fuck. Oh, fuck. Why? Why do you say that? Because they're not talking about it. Okay. Like, I was trying to look. I was, like, looking at people I respect. Like, I was looking at Judd Apatow. I was looking at all these people, and it was, like, not a mention. Oh, no. And it's, like, you fucking, like, you're in this industry that's, like, basically run by gay people. And, like, we're behind the scenes on anything. We can't get in front of the camera because, God forbid, like, you, like, see a gay person. But, like, we're the ones running shit. And you, like, can't even acknowledge that this was – this is happening. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. But I had a lot of joy yesterday. Like, I – I went to the vigil on Monday night and then went out with my friends after and like we laughed really hard and it's been it's been like I feel lucky to like be able to experience like this amount of feeling in one week. I feel like I'll always mm. remember that you're catching me on like a really weird week. No, yeah. I mean, God, I uh Yeah. I just feel like the past week and a half it's been a lot of really dark, heartbreaking, horrible things. I yeah. I talked about that in uh last week's intro or i guess it came out my podcast came out yesterday we're recording this on a thursday my mm-hmm. podcast came out yesterday and i was talking about the stanford rape and how in a in yeah. a similar way it's like i can i can't relate but but what we think we're what we're both doing you and i in a, in situations like this is like i could have been the girl who went to the party who mm-hmm. had too much to drink who blacked out and then you hope people are good but then some dude ends up fucking me yeah. uh while i'm unconscious for 20 minutes and they yeah. get six months you know and, and it's like oh my god me or any of my girlfriends I could be that girl. I've yeah. been in situations like that where I'm brown out drunk, uh, blackout drunk, and you just uh, and I lucked out for whatever yeah. reason. Nothing bad happened. You could have been at a club. You could have been some club and some fucking vile this piece of been shit. Akbar. Like, Mons- I, it could have yeah, been yeah. anywhere. You know, it's like and uh, somebody comes in filled with hate. Uh, you know, and they're just legally allowed to like shoot you. Was he? I mean, like you're not allowed, but like they're they're allowed to like have a weapon that can kill Was he allowed there. to have that gun? Yeah, he legally he was on the FBI watch list. So he was not allowed he to He was? Yes, for 2 years. I think I'm, oh god. And, and, for 2 years. Yes. Why? What did he done? Fill like, me in on all the shit that I don't know. I think know. like you probably know too Aristotle. Like uh he I think he had some ties to ISIS and like he that's did? why he was on but I'm I'm not gonna like. You don't want to go down that road. I'm not going down that road because this was a mentally ill man. ISIS did not seek him out. This is a mentally ill man that hated himself, so he clung to ISIS. ISIS, like this, is not an ISIS problem. This is like a, a definitely a religious extremist problem. But like ISIS didn't like go and be like kill all these gay people. He found ISIS, and that's what a lot of these mentally ill people are f- find religious extremism. Yeah, because they hate life so much. Well, I was saying yesterday, like, what can people do for what happened in Orlando? And they can they can donate blood. They could donate money. Donate yeah. money, donate blood. And I said they could go to the Red Cross. And, they can go and to- I really, like, I think most of your listeners and followers are probably straight people. You think so? I, I think feel like so. I have a lot of gay, straight, bisexual. Oh, maybe. I have a lot of young, Whatever. young everyone, kids. Everyone should be posting about this. Yeah. Because if they don't, then, like, they're bigoted family will never learn and if like if you just try to tell someone something they probably will listen at least in your direct life well tell me what to do because i i I know i posted something on because i I feel so helpless because i feel like Mm -hmm. okay so i have this podcast 
I can tell people how to help by donating blood or going like calling the Trevor Project yeah. hotline or whatever it is. Let me let me actually get the yeah. Give me all the information and while you say that, here's where I get confused as far as like in the in the world we live in today. So something so these horrible things happen uh, in the world, and then I tweeted one thing just like just where I was like saying I'm sorry about like all you know about Orlando and about the the Stanford rape, and then I I don't know I posted something on my Instagram, but then I feel like. Oh, I'm posting like a, a rainbow heart on my Instagram or I'm posting a rose because I, I didn't know what to post that day. I felt so sad. I felt like I don't even want to be on the Internet. I just want to like sit with this information. But it's important that you do. So, yeah. So I posted like a rose and I went, oh, fuck, I didn't I didn't post a heart that said with a rainbow heart that said Orlando. Oh, my God. Like, is it too late to post it now? And then it turns into this like, am I? It doesn't matter. It like, doesn't. Take, take the ego out of it. And OK. Then, I was, OK. I'll take the ego out of and it. And then but, just like make it I think make it as personal as you can. Um. I can't find the website. No, find the website of, of, of to tell okay, the okay, audience okay, what they okay. can do because it's okay, it's important. Okay. Um, about tomorrow. Uh, uh, let me just text him and then we can keep talking and hopefully he'll text back. It's okay. Um, yeah, it's not. It wasn't even so much ego as much as like I'm like, oh god, like I, uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I think you're. We get so wrapped up in social media and like, like, am I gonna look like? I'm just jumping po- on the bandwagon. I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Post, but it's like but this like, is bigger than it, all that. It's bigger than all that. If you make it personal and say like the LGBT people in your life that you love and like this is like, yeah, just do it. It doesn't really matter. I didn't know what to yeah. say because I I didn't I just I just felt entang. I don't know. It's not about me, but it's like I felt intense sadness, but then also I just didn't know what to say. I was just like speechless. Mm-hmm. It was just like a sad, I don't know, yeah. past 10 days, you know? So so you post a, uh, a rainbow heart and you say, hug a gay person today. Really? That's what you do. All right. Okay. I will do that. <laughs> I like to think that I helped a little bit by telling people to- No, you did. You to, did. And like- To donate are, blood and money. And you, I, <laughs> I looked at yours and you did post about it. So like, I did? I think so. Oh, okay. Good. Or you talked about it or something. I just said, I, I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told the world, I'm sorry. Um, I took on all the uh, the blame. Let's, let's, uh, we've talked about it now. I don't, I feel like I'm like, I want to, I want to- You like, want to have fun again? Yeah, 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 yeah. But listen, but, but you did make good points in saying how like, you know- it is the the what did you say the gay the gay people's nine eleven yeah I like looking at I mean that's I'm not, I don't like looking at it like that but I like the fact that if anything can come out of such a tragedy yeah. it's a like you can look at somebody and and see yourself in them see and, them and then give them a hug and you guys can a community can come together yeah. and be like what are we gonna do I changed I changed my my like grinder profile oh my uh, god <laughs> to like my my name on grinder no haters please my, my name on grinder is now love you all. And then my my bio is like, this is a hard week for all of us if you want to talk or want to hug. Oh, that's so sweet. And people are really appreciating it. Like, people are, like, people are messaging me being like, thank you for that. And then some, some, like, God, the ignorance and and some gay people are like, what's your status mean? I'm like, are you goddamn kidding me? Oh, my God. Like, ugh. Now we're even, we're getting real inside. But I'll go back. I'm going to, like, I'll start talking about the issues within the gay community next week. I think this week is about, like, loving. What are they? No, tell me what the issues are within the gay community. Let's just fucking say. And then I'm going to get to the questions your boyfriend submitted. Oh, really? What what did you get? Was he at the wedding with you? No, he had to go to a festival. I know. A music festival? No, the Austin TV festival. Very cool. They're doing a bunch of, they're, oh, they're, uh, so Search Party is going to be playing at Outfest. Oh. July 9th. So you can, and they're doing like a Q&A 
and showing the pilot. So you could come and see that. But what was the conversation with your boyfriend about the uh, everything? I mean, did you guys, I mean, you, you're, you're doing a long distance relationship right now. Mm-hmm. And our, our relationship started long distance. It did so for I've, how long? It's been like four, only four months since we've been dating. Like our relationship is weird because we were best friends. Then we. Long distance best friends? No, no, no. Best friend. Remember our everyday best friend? IRL BFF. Yeah. And then the writer's room, we kind of like started like secretly hooking oh, up so sexy and then i was like we can't we can't at my job like because it was my first tv writing job i was yeah. like very i took it very seriously and then when oh, that so ended sexy. we started hooking up more and i was like oh what are we what are we and i didn't want to ruin the friendship like is like such as always the case and then i think we, this is the show and then this is the mean? show you should write like two men starting off as best friends in the writer's room what are we gonna do it's hot and yeah. heavy and then you know we're doing. We're developing a show together. Okay, now. relax. It's cool. All right, it's very like cool. It's like a lot okay. more interesting than that. Um, <laughs> but it's cool to you have so, like to like because at the end of the day, I was like, listen, I've like, okay, and so like one of like the the last times we hooked up before being boyfriends, like you know when you hook up with someone and you just like want to say I love you and you keep like repeating it over and over and over in your head, your head. You, but you can't say it. Uh, Have you been in that position? Yeah, and then I, I just say their Aristotle name. shaking his head. Yeah, I just say their name. And so, and then, and then like a week later, this is crazy. <laughs> it better be crazy. So a week later, he texted me and he was like, I definitely should not be saying this, but like that night, I was just like chanting I love you in my head over and over. And so at the same time we were doing it, but isn't didn't it, tell each isn't other. Isn't that the nicest when you're both in the love bubble mm-hmm. and the magic consumes yeah. us as opposed to being like the only person and the other yeah. person's just like eating a sandwich. No, that bitch is obsessed with me. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. Charles? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> um, no, but it's great. I was like, listen, this guy is one of the smartest people I know. One of the, sure, one of the funniest people I know. He's just the best. He's handsome. Yeah, he's great. Do you think he's handsome? I've never seen him. You've show, never seen show him? Show me a photo. Okay. I think I've seen him on your... Um, every, okay, so guys, uh, everytown.org. That's what we were donating money to. Everytown.org. Donate your life savings to everytown.org. Uh, if you don't, it means you're a homophobic piece of shit uh, <laughs> who hates gay people and uh, yourself in general at large. All right. So, oh, babe alert. Oh, my God. Ugh, Do I'm you like think a, he's cute? Yeah, I'm attracted to both of you. Good. I was already attracted to you when I first met you until you um, were like, hello. <laughs> hello, Dolly. Oh, hello, Dolly. <laughs> yeah, this just in. This is Charles, Jordan's gorgeous boyfriend, but I am more than just that. He told me you wanted me to throw some questions at you that you could ask him on your podcast. I should tell you that I love it. You're so funny and my life is better now that I discovered it. Oh, this is Alexi talking, interjection. Yeah, wait, I don't. So he's talking to you. He's saying he's better now that he discovered your podcast. My podcast. Oh, that's nice. Do, do you have a podcast? No. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So by the way, that's very cool because I respect him a lot and uh, he likes my podcast. And by the way, I can't believe you actually listened to my podcast after we met. Shocking. Why did you have the follow through to listen to me fucking talk for two hours? I like, I like it. I find it like very illuminating because I feel like you have like both like so much self-awareness and then like sometimes a lack of self-awareness. And it's an interesting dynamic yeah. that I find interesting. Yeah. An interesting dynamic that I find interesting. <laughs> when am I not self-aware? Um... It's more like you know everything that's wrong with you, and then you like you you repeat the same patterns of the things you don't want to. I think you just are uh, you're you're good at knowing what you need to change and bad at changing it. Maybe what do I need to change? Um, 
I don't know. I'm like not actually great at life advice. Yes, maybe you are. I, Tell maybe me I, what you know. I think that you need to calm down a little. With what? My brain? Yeah, with brain and with boys. And like, I think that probably guys can maybe be like a little like, whoa, like this is a lot. Like how? Like calm down how with guys? Just like. You want too much too fast, maybe. Oh, you don't know really? how to take it slow. Is that true? Yeah? <laughs> you think so? I Aristotle, so. yes, is it true? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but like, true. If, if the guy before the guy before him that you were texting me about that, it's no longer happening with you were like almost immediately obsessed with him, and you're like, this, "We're gonna make this work." And you like, and you knew in your brain that it wasn't right because you were saying it. <laughs> like you know when it's right. <gasps> yeah. So I guess patience would be good for you. Okay, so I need to be patient. You need to be patient in in every way. So patient when you're waiting for the guy, and patient when you're with the guy. Okay. Are you impatient, though? Um, not so much with men, but with career, 100%. I'm, like, so... You're patient with career. No, 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 oh. no. That, I'm just like, why did it happen? Like, yeah. I go fucking crazy. Yeah, I definitely go... I'm intense, and I'm also very, like, uh, yeah, like, oh, my God! Yeah. For I, me, I I've like been... like living that way, though. It's I've fun. been always scared. I'm, like, I'm so... I've been so scared of relationships before that, like, I've just been, like... I've been such a slut for so many years. Yeah. That like I'm I I'm like finally I was like, okay, I'm definitely done with this this stage of my life. I wonder how I give myself away during my shows though. Oh, is it during the my shows or my text to you? No, your shows. Really? It, you know, it's like you can't help it. Like that that's the thing. It's I find it so funny when people try to lie about who they are because it's so obvious. Like you can't hide anything in this world. But, like, what have I done that makes you see this? I can't, like, think of specific Just a little things. bit. This is, like, fun for me. I, I know. Okay. Let me – I mean – You mean when I interview boys and I'm like, so how is it going to go? Would you love me? Oh, these heightened first dates I have with these guys? Because that's also for comedic yeah, effect. That's I for mean, comedic effect. Yeah, but it's, like, it's, it's like, transparently, like, also not. It's not, but also I'm, like, I'm going to collect all the but data. You want that, but you want them to love you even if you don't want to date them. You want the boys to love you. You want your milkshake to bring all the boys to the yard. And it, and it to be better than yours, theirs. <laughs> yours or theirs. But, uh, oh, yeah, that's an ego trip, though. That's a control thing. Yeah. That's like a, like, yeah. you know, I don't even want you, but, like, I want you to love me so I can decide. And I, I, have, I, do, I have a little bit of that, too. Yeah. But I do think that when, when I have met guys who lock into me like I lock into them, that's a whole other type of love mm-hmm. where it's like, we're in this crazy love bubble. And, like, then then it's just on. Then I, think like we're, I think we're similar in some ways. I think we can – we like, people uh, – we have infectious personalities, but we're kind of annoying sometimes, too. Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. All right. So, okay. Uh, she, so, she wanted to talk, and now oh, she's like – Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we can go into that no, more. No, I want to hear his question. Okay. So, he goes, he told me you wanted me to throw some questions at you that you could ask him on your podcast. I should tell you that I love it. You're she's so repeating the part of the compliment. <laughs> You're so funny, and my life is better now that I've discovered it. You have an adoring fan in me. Uh, it's hard to think of good questions, but here are some that would embarrass or satisfy oh, how no. much he likes to get attention. Tell us about your upcoming short film, The Lonely Closet. <laughs> oh, this is about the, complica- the complicated character, no, right? No, okay. So, backstory. I went on, I was having a really anxious week, and I decided to go on a social media binge. I wanted to go on a two-week social, no, no. Purge. What is it? When you don't do it. 
Oh, uh, sabbatical? Yeah, I was giving it up for two weeks, and I was like, how can I make not going on social media even more about me? And so I did a social media takeover where every day I assigned a person in my life, I gave them my password, and I let them do whatever they wanted. I want to do that. It was so fun. I, I loved every moment of it, but Charles fucking stepped up his shit, and he killed it. He killed You have to go, but I'll show you after we're done. Okay. He So he made this, like, really big announcement that I was making this new short film and he like did put so much work into it so the whole day was like excerpts from the script that was, and it's called The Lonely Closet that's actually a really good name no it's not I like it no, it's not it's like an awful gay film festival short you should get back in that lonely closet because um, uh, I'm think about wanna, what you've said to me about I'm who gonna, I am I'm gonna redo like one of them because it was like that was the moment where I was like oh I'm in love with this person like Aww. if he can like if he could prank me like this then I, I need to be with him How forever. soon were you like echoing I love you I love you in, in your head so this is the, the poster mm-hmm. that he made oh <laughs> the lonely closet a short film by Jordan Firstman coming out has never been more in <laughs> <laughs> and That's then amazing. let me let me read you like the, the thing I'll just read you this one you should go look at it okay It can be scary announcing big news, but today I feel brave. For the last 19 weeks, I've been writing my first dramatic short film that will showcase a serious and queer sensibility that I've been hiding from the festival circuit. As soon as my family confirms their investment, I will begin production. In the meantime, please enjoy enjoy excerpts from the script and press kit materials. Thank you for being brave with me as I enter the lonely closet. Oh, and my then, like, God. The entire day was like, oh. <laughs> it's just like he that? did it the entire day. It was really brilliant. Oh, he just wanted to fucking promote himself in that question. He knows how good it Who's is. Who's that long haired guy? Let's see. Oh, that was the guy who did it after Jonathan Venice. Probably. He's yeah, cute. He's the best. Is he straight? Uh, no, <laughs> he's very cute. Like that's him. No, he's not. He's not straight. All anyway, right. Okay. Okay. So, lo- the lonely closet. We know what that's all about. It's a fictitious uh, uh, short film you'll never see. Um, oh, he actually numbered. Oh, number one. This is the third question, but he did, there are two question number twos. Uh oh, he fucked up. up. He fucked Supposed up. to be a writer. And by the way, I just want to say, I would rather live large like this and have a crazy personality that's infectious, <laughs> and want a lot fast because yeah. we're all just gonna die. We're all gonna die. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I I think like, but I will learn to be a little more patient and mm-hmm. a little bit less crazy. I feel like you're gonna like you're gonna uh, kill myself. No, no, but like you're gonna settle. Da- you're gonna want to settle down at some point and be yeah. uh, be a little boring. And that is also what my short is about. We'll talk about after the lonely no the, the lonely closet. No, <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to the lonely closet. No, the thing is though, like I want a boyfriend. Yeah, I want to. But settle I feel down. like I feel like you are still. You have a young soul. You do, you have a very young you're soul. Like, you're like 50, Alexi, <laughs> but you have like a young soul. Well, you have a young soul and I feel like it like I like I like that in you and I like your energy. And I think you'll always have that energy even when you're an old person. But like at a certain point, like the behaviors that come along with Like what? Like yeah, like specific. Like like insecurity stuff or like or patience or like or like being obsessed with too many people at once or like you think i'm dating so many people at once no not dating but like i think you get wrapped up in things and like make yourself like no it's a good thing though it's like a great thing that you get to like love so much okay i'm listening and like i 
I used to have like when I was like sli- having a lot of liaisons. I'm not even doing that now. It's a funny <laughs> thing. It's like one one. I was with a guy for four months, but it was wrong. It was wrong. But I gave it a go. You gave it a go. I was. And that's to... all you can do. But keep going. Like well, you're having. I was like, like I was like there is as much merit in doing this and experiencing all these different people than than being with one person. And I think you can find you can learn so much about yourself in little spurts because when you're with one person, it's like. If you don't really put the work into it, you're not going to learn about yourself because, like, it, you could just be too comfortable. So when you're have like, I feel like people are just like mirrors of who we are, especially romant- when you're romantic with them, and so they show you things about yourself that you might not like, that you might like. I believe all of this. Yeah, and so, so I think it is a it's a good thing, definitely, at least for like a while, to be going through a lot of people. But I'm looking. I want. I do want a relationship, though. Mm-hmm. So I try people on for size, and then I get out when it's not working. Because I feel like a lot of people stay in things for like years when they're not happy. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. Listen, I like. I can like sit here and like judge anyone. But like at the end of the day, like you're you seem like a happy person, and you're you're living your life, and that's cool. <laughs> that's great. Okay. Um, how do you know Larry King? Which bagels did you eat with him? <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> my first or second, uh, like, no, my second manager when I moved out here was a 94-year-old man. Oh, my God. Named Bud Moss. <laughs> what? And he was so old that he discovered Rita Hayworth. How did this happen? <laughs> like, he was like, he met someone like that I knew, and then he like, Met me and he was like, Jordan, we're gonna make you a star. But like, he could really only, he like, only, he didn't have any ties to the industry anymore. And so he would just send me to like reality show auditions in Van Nuys. And I was like, this is not working. Oh my God. But, but the fun thing about him was that he was best friends with Larry King. And so every Sunday I would have bagels with Larry King at his bagel store in Beverly Hills. That is insane. But then when I fired him, he sent me like this long email that like in the last line was, you know, when Tom. Tommy Toon fired his manager. She killed herself. Wow. <laughs> also weird. Yeah. Um, do you watch Real Housewives of New York? I don't, but I, I have before. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you like Sex in the City? Mm-hmm. Um, it was weird because Luann, uh, Luann on Real Housewives, of, uh, Real Housewives of New York was on her way to go see Tommy Toon at the Carlisle in yesterday's episode. Oh. Very weird how Tommy Toon has infiltrated my yeah. ear holes two days in a row. Not do, even two days. Do, I you, the show do you think that it's possible that um, Carrie, Car- like every, like Miranda, Samantha, and Charlotte are just like Carrie's imagination of like parts of herself, and like she's always just talking, talking to herself. herself? Oh my <laughs> god! Well, that's an interesting theory. Because, because anytime you're like, "Who are you?" They're like, "Well, I'm obviously Carrie, and I'm also a little bit of." So like, I feel like <laughs> Carrie is like the center. And then she has these different personalities, and she's just like a bipolar schizophrenic, maybe. That could be. <laughs> I feel like I'm – who are you? I'm Carrie and Samantha. And I also like when anybody says anything sexual, I like being like, Samantha. I'm a li- – yeah, I'm like <laughs> – I also want to do – I want to do a video. Me and my friend Jeffrey want to do a video where, like, we insert ourselves into, like, uh, a conversation with Samantha. <laughs> and we're talking about something really serious. And, she, and we're like, yeah, so, like, they found out it was, like, uh, m- mal- malignant. And then she's like, and then he put it in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then and we're like, no, Samantha, ser- like, please, like, just, like – 
like try to like this is real like you have to like be sincere right now she's like and then he flipped me over and then we're like Samantha what are you running from like why like like, why can't you just why can't you sympathize with me right now I had Casey Jane Ellison on the show which I'm gonna fucking out her right now what I just asked her to act in my short film and she didn't respond so I went out to someone else Oh, wow. Talk about learning patience in this lifetime and not reacting too strongly. I, feel, I, yeah. I, I just read you. <laughs> just kidding. I just want to say But I right. need it. I'm shooting it next week. I, I mean, Wait, you just texted her now? No, She's no, bad with text no, replies. No, no, no I, I texted her three days ago. I just couldn't wait anymore. My entire, my entire podcast with her was like, why do you hate me? She's like, I'm just bad at replying, responding to texts. And I'm like, but what does it all mean? I feel like she hates me, too. I think everybody thinks that. And yeah. I think she's just... My friend, my other life. friend, my other friend <laughs> said the same thing the other day. Tom, Tom Hanks? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tommy. <laughs> um, oh, how did you come out? Um, I just, like, did. I mean, like, <laughs> I was really, I was 12. You were? Uh-huh. And I, like... Obviously, I'm not good at keeping things in. So, like, the moment I realized, I was just, like, like jerking off guys left and right. Were you at 12 years old? You were jerking hear, off one, guys? One here saying so sad. And this is, like, probably why I am the way I am. Who are you to the tell first... me who I am <laughs> when this is how you are? <laughs> oh, I'm fucked up as shit. Like, I... Good. Have you ever, have you read The Untethered Soul? No. You should. Okay. I have. It's really helped my life. That's why I'm so calm, stable, and grounded. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, go on. So the first hand job I gave was this guy named Max. Yeah, give us a full name. <laughs> a social security no, number. No, I'm not going to. Um, but he, <laughs> but he, he uh, was. I guess he wasn't comfortable with it. But like we did it kind of like in a room of people, like discreetly. And then he <laughs> threw up and pretended he was possessed <laughs> by the devil. The first person I ever came in sexual contact with threw, <laughs> threw up immediately after. Really? So like, what is that? Do- what has that done to me? Oh my god! Like, Are you turned on when somebody throws up? No. No, but like that must be like why I like like uh, was such a slut because I'm just like oh like like I need you to like me sexually because like the first person that I ever tried to do anything with threw up immediately after. Take that in. That was shame. I bet mm-hmm. it is was he, definitely a shame. Is he gay now? Yeah. Um. But then how'd you say it to your mom or your dad? Well, actually, Uh-oh. one of my dyke sisters outed me. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, they weren't out yet, and they found, like, a bunch of gay porn. My computer is all black. All, and, all black dude porn? And so, like, this— Have you ever dated a black guy? Uh, I— I was solely dating black men for my first, like, few years of it. I was really into that. Uh, everyone, th- everyone thinks I fetishize black men, but I just really connect. I feel like Jews and black people have a lot in common. How come? Because we're persecuted. persecuted and like everyone hates us. Every- so like being black and gay and being Jewish. I mean, it's not fair to do that in this country right now because people obviously where Jews are not persecuted and black people are. But I think historically and in our DNA, we have a lot of similarities and we're both like people are so scared of our talent. You know what I mean? That's why they hate us so much. You ever, you ever hear a, a black person sing? They're really good. Pretty good. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, but I think we've heard enough. Yeah. Out of that. Let's let's uh, move right on. I love. I I just. I love that I like wanted to change who I am for you because I'm like he sees me, he gets me, and I'm gonna try to rise to the occasion and change. And then you say this other shit, and I'm like, you gotta get out of here. Yeah. You, you anyway, get- <laughs> my sister outed me, but then my parents were like, so are you? And I was like, I think so. No. <laughs> Your sister's 
were like dying to come out, but they couldn't do it for themselves. So they're like, we're going to, you're gay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were so mean to me about being gay. And then when they came out, I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. Your, your two sisters are gay. Mm-hmm. And you're gay. Mm-hmm. So, like, anything about that that I should look into? That's like, what does everyone, it all mean? Oh, everyone always asks me that, and I was like, it could e- like it could it proves nothing in every like. It could what either, is it? What what does it prove? What, is, what it doesn't could, it prove? It could either prove nature or nurture. You know what I mean? Nature could, or nurture. So that's what they say about gay people. It's like either like you're born that way or like your upbringing makes it that way. It could prove both. Like, what was your upbringing like? Um, I'm I don't looking, know. I'm I guess your like t-shirt. You looking right back at me? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Keep going. Um, hey, my eyes are up here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and down here, and also down here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you ever had sex? 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 No, no. For the I, girl? I put my fingers in one once, and then I was like, nah. <laughs> Did you? Okay. Didn't put the D in it though. Okay. Yeah. Did your fingers smell gross? No, it was in a hot tub. Okay. So I'm sure, like, I, I wasn't even, like, feeling anything. But her... <laughs> what? Her puss? I was going to say her pussy was so tight, but, like, that's like just sounds so gross. No, that's... I'd rather have a tight pussy than, like, a floppy pussy. But we were, like, 12, so of course her pussy was tight. <laughs> you never know what's happening at home. What if she was being molested by her dad? That's... Wow. Um, what? I, I, I just crossed the line? Yeah, this is... I have to go, actually. <laughs> that This is too much for me. It's um, like that episode when okay when Samantha was gonna have a threesome with two gay dudes and then they like got down to her privates and they're like no we can't let's go get gelati that's actually a direct quote I didn't write it <laughs> yeah you certainly did <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah so they like outed you mm-hmm. never had sex with a woman mm-hmm. never got a blowjob by a woman no but I I had like a weird dream last week that I fucked um. Which there was I have lesbian friend. It was two lesbians and like Charles like Charles and I are in an open relationship. You but like, are? Yeah, but for the first month it was like we're we weren't gonna have penetrative sex. We we're just gonna like be able to like have oral sex. And like in my dream, these lesbians were like we like really seducing me. I was like, Okay, I'm gonna do this. And then I was like we got to the point and I was like, I can't fuck you. Like we I promised Charles. And they got so mad. They're like, what? So you think we just invited you here so a gay guy could like could like eat eat us out and like he's never done it before? You're gonna be shitty at it. Fucking plow me. Like they were so mad that I didn't fuck them. I'm trying to think In who- your dream? Yeah. This is the dream. Oh, it was it was do you know the comedian Sabrina Jalees? No. She's amazing, but she's a lesbian comedian. It was her in the dream. I told her about the dream. Oh day. my god. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Are you top or bottom? Versatile. Very cool. We had another friend in here. Uh, Charles and I. Are, are, am I not the first gay gay guy? You're the second gay guy. Because remember, I called you out. Yeah, you're reading me left and right. I oh, called yeah. you. Out, I called you out like about a month into the pod. Like, like there were probably eight episodes out, and I was like, it's like white, 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 not white. One person of color. Not. I just have you still not had a person of color. Nando Fernando is uh, a person okay, of color. You've had one. Listen. <laughs> I've had one. I'm just putting it out You're there. a person of color, right? No. You look like, uh, what's that tan all about? You have like a I'm tan. Like, I'm like, a, I'm mostly Ashkenazi, so I'm white. Okay. You're going to, now, Listen, now had, that now it's been called out, you have to do it. You have to I have act on it. I'm trying to, but I actually said on one of my podcasts, it's like, I have a lot of black friends. None of them. Want to do this podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> some, some are, uh, they just... They're not trying to plug anything. They don't have enough Instagram followers. They aren't making stuff. They're not in showbiz. Just people living their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And this is kind of dedicated to people in showbiz or artists or mm-hmm. whatever talking about the stuff and they have a following and all that stuff. Sorry. I just like people. 
I didn't know I had to have only famous uh, black uh, <laughs> and whatever Latino friends. Oh, what up, Fernando? I don't know who Fernando. Who is he? His name is Fernando for one. Is he gay? No. Who's the gay one? The gay one is Cena Grace. It's yet to air, and that is going to be a crazy episode because uh, that's the, that's the episode where I have a, a spiral and overshare about my breakup in the most intense way. Did you cry? I didn't cry, but I was like, I always felt uncomfortable. I don't know why I was sitting in the thing. Oh my god, I was shaking. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. But it was like always not right. Uh. Am I, I your like, first guest that's like cried, almost cried? Did you almost cry? I was like welling up a little bit. You well, saw yeah, it, right? We're talking about we're talking about Orlando, Murder, of course. Yeah. Um, so, but I was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> but then Casey is on the show, and she's bisexual, right? Yeah, I had and I had some teenage girls who were sexually fluid, fluid girls, off, like those teenagers. I like missed the boat by like three years. If I was three years younger, oh, you I would have been fucking girls. Well, you can still do it. Well, you don't want to. I would just be like cooler. You know what I mean? Like I'm in this like weird time where I'm like I'm young, but I'm I don't have like the attributes of like what young people actually have, which is like fluidness and their gender and sexuality. I'm so like pretty rigid about it. You have like a 35 year old soul. Yeah, you're like you're like. <laughs> I like Will and Grace. I'm in a relationship uh, with this guy. and uh, I had my fun, I though. have feelings. I had my fun. You had your fun? Oh, yeah. Hey, you didn't need to prove anything to me. Oh, yeah. I had my fun. Drugs. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> what drugs? Should I do mushrooms? Did you, have you done mushrooms? I, like, I prefer acid. Okay, I've done acid like twice, but one time I faked it and the other time I was real. I'm a big I'm a big uh, ayahuasca advocate. Really? Is that mm-hmm. just DMT? But it's seven hours and like really like it 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 will it takes you there. It takes you there. But it's like changed my life, really. How were you before? I think it's just like revealed things I need to work on. The last time I revealed things I need to work on, the time before it, it like I've like I've met God twice. Okay. What did he say? Or what well, did she I, say? Yeah, for, no, seriously. So there, this is what I believe now. I think there's male God and female God. Female God, so amazing. I love, I'm obsessed with her. Male God, she's, no, seriously, she's incredible. She has no judgment. She doesn't care who you are. She just is like. Sounds like me. Yeah. And then, well, that's why women are better than men. Um, and then, and male God, male God is really, he's really powerful. Like I had so many like revelations because female God like literally spoke to me and she was like, Jordan. It's all easy. Don't you understand? Like, everything is easy. And I just started, like, sobbing. And I was like, it is easy. And then, like, for six months, I had, like, the most euphoric happiness I've ever had. And she's like, it doesn't matter if, like, things aren't going your way. Like, you're so lucky to, like, even be feeling anything. And, like, you're lucky to have a human body and a human life. And she was just, like, the best. And then male God Uh was, like... I'm gonna fuck you. Basically, it no. felt it felt like S and M, and I and I was like literally chanting out loud. I was like, I was like, what do you want? What do you need? Like, I'll do anything for you. And he was like, you fucking, you think you work for like fame? You think you work for money? No, bitch, you work for me. Wow, you work for me. Like, what? you're in service to me. And he was like, and he's like, and if you're not gonna work hard, you see what I give you. And if you want to work hard, see what I give you. Were you molested? None of my business. Don't answer the question, but that sounds very intense. An ayahuasca-like thing. That sounds like that's a really deep, like, what is that about? And it's rooted to sexuality and power and yeah. your happiness and some kind of but dynamic it, with men. That scares, that scares me. But, yeah, I don't know. It just, but that's what, like, a masculine energy is at its core. I think men are predators, aren't yeah, they? And it terrifies me. I'm just, like, realizing this but, this week. But I, I realize, like, it was crazy because, like, I respect... 
men and women now in in such different ways after doing ayahuasca because like women really like are are better you think so did you hate women before a bit no i've always loved women but i never kind of realized why and like it's because they know how to like feel things a lot more and they can like really empathize and men just want to like fucking fight did you watch a documentary (laughs) called the mask we always wear the mask we live in Mm -mm. it's about like men in this culture like navigating yeah. like masculinity and just because like men are taught you're not supposed to cry that, that's why people have so much shame if like if a guy's gay that's why gay people are better though because we're magical because we're both like and you're brave enough to go you know i mean it's painful if you're in the closet mm-hmm. well you know you made that short film the lonely closet <laughs> but but if you're you check know, it you come out, out on, on vivo <laughs> It's actually a music video. It's on Crackle. <laughs> it's on Crackle. Oh my god, I pitched I pitched this show to Crackle and those fuckers are evil. I hated them. And I'll say it right now. You I... are fucking stop talking shit. You gotta read the four agreements. <laughs> yeah, Here right. are some books that I've read that have helped me in ways that you want me to fix myself. Here's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to. The Untethered Soul. Mm-hmm. Which is all about like you are not your thoughts. Like I don't know if you wake up every morning, kind of hook into like a new thing to spiral about or a new thing that bothers you, and you're like, ah, blah, 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 can I person. tell you? Yeah, do this you? year is like when the anxiety really took hold of my life. Really, it got really bad in the last few months, and so like two weeks ago, I was like, enough, and I just I was just went to a a guy, and a therapist, I, well, antidepressants. I, yeah, no, not anti. I'm on anti anxiety now. Changed. It's like in two weeks has changed my life. What pills? Uh, just the like the lowest form of butrin. Okay. It's like it's not well butrin. No, it's just butrin. So usually people mix it with, and that's a little stronger. I was like, give me the lowest dose of like the like least amount of thing and see if it does anything. And like so now I'll still like have some of the thoughts and the feeling is so different. So like you know how the feeling of anxiety is tied to the thoughts. Maybe. So I, I'll still have the thoughts, but I can like I just don't feel it the same way anymore, and it makes it's been like it's been great. I've never heard it described that way. For me, I just uh, I guess I forget about the feelings, the thoughts, and the voices in my head are so loud. Mm. So now with this book, I go, these are just to be expected. I'm so mm-hmm. used to this, Alexi. I'm the stand behind the thoughts, get yeah. behind the thoughts, and go. I am not my thoughts. I am the observer. No, you're you're definitely your thoughts. No, you're not. No, you personally are definitely. Stop, <laughs> shut up. Be quiet. No, but it's like when I go, I do like cognitive behavioral therapy on myself and I'll, and using this book, I'm like, oh, here's the part where I spiral. That's typical Lexi. Mm-hmm. Typical me. And then what I What are you go, looking for, Aristotle? Nothing? Bored? Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. Oh, my God. You got to stay present in these kind of things. It's you got to see what's going on. Aristotle's always good. He's a wonderful energy. He's cute, too. So gorgeous. How beautiful is he? Yeah, he's hot. Very very i don't like the word hot but you're so handsome why right. don't you like the word hot because i just feel like it's like oh that's hot it's like it's like a, it's like it's a <laughs> well, when you like say paris it like hilton. that but it makes me think of paris hilton and also i prefer... you also just said it like a six-year-old gay queen you're like that's hot i what? wish i were i wish i were a gay uh-uh. man in a time where it's oh god well it gets back to orlando that's it's a it is terrifying what oh. time do you wish you were a gay man and there's now no... i wouldn't oh. want to you know like but now i mean it's weird to say that after what's just happened but it's like uh well, that's just that guy. Sometimes I do wish I was mm-hmm. like uh, a like when gay people were just in their communities and couldn't be out, but like no. but like before AIDS and like it, it was like before in, AIDS and like in their communities it was really like fr- it was the freest thing you could be. And now that we're like kind of in the real world, but kind of, still kind of out of it, it's like this weird. No, I'm I'm so happy. I'm so happy that I'm in it now because I want to like be successful and like be a real person in the world. But there is some like there's some there's some beauty in like that those small little groups. It's like a tribe. Well, that's like that's like me saying like 
I wish I exist during Mad Men time because it was just so much easier. Now I have so many options. I don't know what to choose. Before yeah, yeah, I could have yeah. just gotten married yeah, 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 and uh, yeah. swiffed the floor and taken yeah. Ritalin. And by the way, do you know Ritalin uh, is is uh, that's named after the dude who invented Ritalin? It's his Gary Ritalin. I don't know what his name is, but no. But his wife's name was Rita. I think his last name was Lynn. Rita Lynn, and he took it. It didn't really work for him. He gave it to his wife, and his wife got all the stuff done in the, in the house. She swiffered up like a maniac, and so he named that drug after his uh, his wife, Rita. Anyway, let's get back. What is your favorite job to have ha- to have? What is your favorite job to have at celebrity events? How did it involve Cameron Diaz and Nicole Richie? I got two more questions. I used to, I, this is a short one. I used like, uh, before I was an incredible success, um, I was, I, I took like, I ran a photo booth for Hollywood events. You did? What was the name of the photo booth? MVS Studio. What's that sound for? I don't know. Most valuable. <laughs> studio. 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 <laughs> You've got to be back on the show. I feel like you have to be back. Okay. And then I'm going to start faking being very like patient and grounded <laughs> and you're going to ruin the entire show. The whole show is about like me being too honest and having meltdowns and like oversharing and coming on too strong. But then I want you to like me. So then all of a sudden my interviews will be like, hey, so um, how's it going? That's yeah. cool. And are, you be like, still, are you still trying to impress me a little bit? No, actually, no. Yeah, no, I don't feel that. No. No, I don't. That was just that. like we were working that day on the yeah, E yeah, thing. Yeah. It was all very exciting. Yeah. I couldn't try to make you want to have sex with me, so I had to make you like me in a different way mm-hmm. and use a new tactic. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the next question? You used to wear matching outfits with your mom. Oh, yeah. What was that outfit? <laughs> and why did you embrace doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I love your boyfriend. I want him to be my boyfriend. Uh, is he bisexual? No. Okay. Um, he, so <laughs> oh I, I made my mom buy us matching juicy couture sweatsuits <laughs> what color beige oh god was this before you came out yeah oh. <laughs> this was the year i had a wicked theme bar mitzvah baby steps baby steps towards coming out of that and lonely like, closet i was like i was like i was like a heavier than i was like a fat braces jew yeah and so, like, I did not look good in it. And, like, I could only imagine. What, what was the second part of the question? Because I do want to get into what, why did I think that was a good idea? What was that outfit? And why did you embrace doing that? Oh, my God. I think it's because, oh, he, he thinks that I have this, like, obsession with, like, what's in and, like, pop culture. And, like, that I, like, dress like people do that are on the radio. And he thinks he's so much, like, more above it because he has, like, a personal style, which, like, he dresses so normal. Like, Normcore? What does your boyfriend no, wear? Just like normal. J. Crew? He dresses like normally, but he thinks like I dress like Drake sometimes. Like Drake? Yeah, like there was a sweatpants phase. Oh. And sweatpants and Timberlands phase. Wait, it's what? Hot. That makes no sense. Timberlands? Timberlands. <laughs> Look at me trying to be all like I'm shocked by you. I'm shocked by how you just said that. Is that and not I, allowed? I will not recover. Is that racist? Timberlands? Just listen to it on someone else's voice. Timberlands. Does that sound right to you? <laughs> I'm just a cute little lady living my life. Okay, I'm doing the best I can. Is it bad when I'm like singing that song? It's like when I step into a WOD and everybody's hands go up and they say that. <laughs> and they say that. What I just I like the vision of people's hands just going that and not moving at all. <laughs> just just like like silently with their hands like this because they they, may, they should like like make it more clear and they stay there bounce and they stay there with something like that because they want them to go like that oh but they're just like <laughs> that's actually what i thought that's how i do it actually and they stay down they stay that's, down. DJ, that's, that's dj Khaled. you know do you like kanye oh, yes i love that line and if i fuck this model 
and she just bleached her asshole, and I get bleach in my t-shirt, then I'm going to feel like an asshole. You know what? That's so crazy you say that because I only pay attention and respond to that exact line. Yeah, it's a really good line. And then it takes me off on this journey where I go, that sounds pretty recent. He's married to Kim. They're in an open relationship. And no. Yeah, yeah. What? He talks about it on that album. No, he doesn't. Listen to the lyric. Yes, he does. Exclusive. And he also, uh, it's rumored that he's uh, gay. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes off on these like romantic vacations with some like. Uh, with the designer guy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I don't think either of us know shit, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think neither, I think both of us are just like really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, oh my God. Charles, uh, number five. It's actually number six. Uh, what do you love most about your boyfriend? Mm. What are some traits about him that you should value more than you do? <laughs> How will you work on appreciating those traits? <laughs> How are your penises different and alike? And then he wrote, is this enough? I could think of more crazy ones if you need. I hope we get a chance to meet one special day. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I fucking like, I've never been in a relationship where like I increasingly love that dude more and more and more. Like he's <sighs> the best. Yeah, what about your penises? Different than like our penises are the same size, but but like they look different. Like nine inches, like nine, uncut. Nine nine inches flaccid. Yeah, <laughs> nine inches flaccid. No, we both have like probably like seven inch dicks, like normal, like normal, but a good size. Seven inches. Come on. Is that what is that? Is the girls, gir- is the gir- girls don't know what dicks are at all. My my roommate. I know like, what a dick is. Thank but, you very but much. Like, my roommate's like, yeah, like this is normal for a penis, right? I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like this girthy, right? I'm holding up this arrowhead. It's more little. like it's more like the microphones. You're you're private. I say private because I'm. No, it's shame. like a little. I like it's a little. It's not as no. That would be crazy. So you both the same <laughs> same private. You're you're both you're growers and showers, which is cool. It's a rarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you like about what don't you appreciate about him um, enough I, you should he he wants me to see him more as a performer than I do because like I'm I definitely see myself as the performer of the relationship and he, I've never he's like a, an amazing improviser and like comedy person he does characters mm-hmm. really well but I've never seen him on stage so he's always like I want you to see me that way and I will see you that way Charles baby <laughs> oh my god um, but uh I love I love his creativity. I like that he he like uh really likes testing what reality is. He's like a huge 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 prankster. Like intense pranks. Like he did his longest one was 9 months long. And like His he, what? His, his longest prank, prank was 9 months long. Yeah. He had a he had a baby with somebody and was like, "I'm straight. So I love you." And yeah. then she had the baby and he's like, "Jokes yeah, on I, you." I honestly would not want to ask him to do that. He likes like he likes making people believe in different realities and then like crushing their soul. Wow, that sounds like a real <laughs> real good person to hand your heart over to on a silver platter and I know. you know. <laughs> we have we have fun together and we laugh. He's great. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Don't look at me like that. Um Wow. So what's what's tell what, me about this next short film? Because okay, okay, so you got the disgusting, yeah, yeah, which like I you love. Yeah, you haven't complimented me enough. What? Oh my god! Look at you. <laughs> I clearly love you. You're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's a huge thing. That's fucking I huge. I only have love for you. Good. Uh, I'm not offended by the fact that you read me. I feel like very no, but cool. re- you can you only read people that you love. Is that the rule in the gay community? Have you seen Paris is Burning? No. Alexi, have you? What's Paris is Burning? Have you seen it? What is this? Tonight, if you don't, if you don't watch it by tomorrow, you're okay. dead to me. Uh, okay. Every everything that white girls say now is from Paris is Burning. 
Oh, really? And they, so in like the 90s, they had these things called drag balls and like anything, like Yaz Queen, like anything. Oh, yeah. What's Yaz Queen? Is that from yes, Broad City? Yes, it's from Paris is Burning. And what? like, so basically. I thought that came from Broad City. I was like, what came first? Yaz that's Queen? That's such a problem. That is such a problem that you think that. For us? That for the world that people think that. Do you smell? I don't know. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I don't know. Um, just watch it and you'll understand what I'm saying. Who made it? When did it come out? It's, it came out in the night, like. In the ni- 90s? 90. And it, it's like a st- gay staple, but it you will laugh, you will cry. It is it's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. I love the fact that we got to. I, I, I was going to ask you that was actually a question. What came first, Yaz Queen or Broad City? I'm so glad we got to the bottom of this fucking oh my, modern debacle. Yaz Queen was ye- decades before Broad City. How do I say it? I go Yaz Queen. It's not bad. It's honestly not bad. I, I don't want to say it though. It feels wrong. Yeah, because you're, I mean, like, even, even me saying it is appropriating a culture. Oh, I'm appropriating gay culture when you're, I say things like that? What, what they say is white gay men are appropriating what they say, which I don't agree Who's with. Who's they? Like, the internet. They say that, like, white gay men appropriate black female culture. But really, we appropriate black male culture or black, like, queer culture. And, like... It's not. It didn't come from women. Like explain it, that. Really explain that. I want to understand what the so, fuck you're talking about. So basically, you know what appropriation is. Yes. It's when you you take someone's culture without having to experience any of the pain or the bad things of the culture. And it's also not just culture. You can do that with artwork, also. Yes. Like people say, yeah. Yeah. With yeah, anything, yeah. when you take something and you make it your yeah. your own. So basically, I think I'm right. Right. Like yeah. Let's go through like the the Yaz Queen. I I I think I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. Black drag queens started Yaz Queen. Through, okay. And then RuPaul. And then through that, white gay guys. And then through that, white women. So white women are appropriating white gay men who are appropriating black gay men. So, and why are we not allowed to do this? Uh, what's the problem? It's a hard com- conversation that I... Try. I, I was just on a podcast a few weeks ago about racism. Okay. And like we... Uh-oh. It's just like a... a Sounds a, like a dangerous podcast. I think if you're... There's just a line. Like, if your whole cultural identity is, like, taken mm-hmm. from someone else, that's bad. So when I say Timbaland, it's like... Who <laughs> but, you... but that's not your whole cultural identity. But I guess, like, you should be weary of saying Timbaland for that was no mis- other reason <laughs> that it sounds weird. I didn't even know. <laughs> what, I was supposed to be like, you're wearing Timberlands. Timberlands. Oh, whoopsie. It's Timberlands. Yeah. Listen, this is, like, more of a speech impediment yeah. thing as opposed to, like, a cultural appropriation <laughs> thing. But uh, keep um, going. I would ne- Okay, go on. But, um, yeah, I feel like I I don't say yes, queen, because it doesn't, like, roll off the tongue yeah, for me. Yeah, me neither. But I'm, like, I don't get mad at white gays for doing it. And I don't get mad at women for doing it. I don't know. It's, like, to a point. Like, it's over now. Broad City, once, it, once, like, Alana Glazer said it, then it was, like, okay, like, it's over. Now we, like, moving on. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I feel like the one, like, example I have is, like, James Franco. Okay. He, like, loves gay culture, but, mm-hmm. like, isn't taking a dick in his butt. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? I know. I think he gets... I think this is... This that is, gives me hope. This is what... Um, to put my dick in his I've mouth. Heard, I've heard he's been, like, blown by guys, but, like, that's passive. So, like, that's not... doesn't count. Because you could just close your eyes and it's just, like, a wet yeah. hole. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and so, like, he, he is not... I wonder if he's posted about this. About hmm. about appropriating about, gay culture. About, no, about Orlando. I'm going to check on that after because he's so obsessed with gay culture, but like he has nothing. Aristotle will check. This is a <laughs> this is a Nerdist podcast. Yeah. It's a big deal, and I have a producer here. How many uh, listeners do you get? Uh, four. 
How many really? Like 40. No, come like on. Like 400. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. They don't tell you that kind of stuff? If you open your fucking Could I have a podcast on Nerdist? Oh my God. Do you know how hard I work? The, I, I like, you know, oh God. It was like a. <laughs> Things are supposed to just come to people. No. That's what no. I used to think. No, and then I realized, doesn't. oh, you God. have to work hard. Yeah, that's, what, that's what Male God told me. That's what Male God, he was like, suck this dick. Well, he it was, isn't easy. But, he, but the second I started working hard for Male God, I started getting things. Remember my ayahuasca when he told me I needed to work Yeah, but what did you do? You mean like work, 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 But that's why so many songs are like about work right now because it really is like it's the best revenge is your paper, as Beyonce says. Okay, wait a minute. Are you guilty of what you're just telling me? Like, But like Beyonce's like white though, right? No, she's black now. Oh, really? Yeah. When did that happen? Lemonade. Lemonade made her black? Yeah. Have you not watched it? No. Okay. Wait, but he uh, cheated put that on, on her. The list. But he cheated That's on her. That's not right? what it's about. What is it about? It's about Make black it... black female empowerment. Oh, okay. At, in in three words, it's not about a breakup. Okay. It's not about someone cheating. That's like you know, like artists. It's it's genius art because artists like start from the personal to talk about the political to talk about something bigger than themselves. Yeah, they start personal, and so the if per- it's personal, it's universal. Yes. So the personal, personal. was about cheating. And the but like it's it means so much more than that. People have a problem with her and Drake. It's funny when I, I like Drake, I like Kanye, I like Beyonce, I like all the people. Uh, that sounded horrible. The people in, in pop culture or whatever. Mm. I don't. I, you know, I love everybody. Uh, that's a lie. But uh, <laughs> but uh, people have a real problem with like they have a real problem with Drake and Beyonce because they think they're too curated and like they're fake. What do you think? Uh, I. I understand what they're saying, but like, so are most like geniuses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think Beyonce is a genius. Yeah. Genius. Genius. What did they call me at art school? No, no, I'm not talking about talent. Genius. What? Genius. What is that? Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Oh my God. Do you remember that? No. Penelope Cruz, uh, like uh, Javier (laughs) Bernam, and she's like smoking a cigarette. She's like, what did they call me at art school? No, no, I'm not talking about talent. Genius. Genius. (gasps) It's I so can't good. believe your quote. What a random quote it's right my, there. It's like one of my favorite movies. I was waiting for an elevator one time. An elevator. Mm-hmm. Elevator doors. Elevator doors. Okay, we get it. You're fancy. You go on <laughs> elevators. What was this at CAA? <laughs> not, not an escalator. An elevator. Okay, I was waiting for an elevator. The doors to the elevator open up. All right? Doors to the elevator part. Kanye West Ooh. walks out, stops, looks at my <gasps> T-shirt tells me how cool my t-shirt is keeps walking that is a story that you, yeah that ha- uh, it yeah, happened that's cool. cool i cool. want people to know do you, do you think he would do that with my t-shirt <laughs> i think i think he would actually uh, this is such a kanye t-shirt this kanye is, would yeah. definitely have a t-shirt of a picture of himself wearing a t-shirt of a picture of himself he, I, he totally would i don't know if he would take the time to look at your face look at the face on your shirt uh, what are you doing? Taking I'm a photo gonna, of me? I'm going to snap you now. All right. But keep talking like we a normal started, person. We started snapping. We're ending snapping. We got to wrap. We got to land this plane. We're bringing it we, home. How long have we been doing this About for? an hour and a half. Oh, Over long. an hour and a half. I'm, man, my stomach's starting to gurgle. This is the Love Alexi podcast. Available on iTunes. Nerdist. Hey. Okay. okay <laughs> right, yeah. um, oh, my God. Do I look ugly? No, you look really pretty, actually. Oh, okay. The black oh. turtle. Is it brown? No, black or blue. Listen, what is color? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see me just roll my eyes at Aristotle? Oh, now you're doing your makeup while we're really wrapping things up. You're like, I bet you were getting ready to go on a date or something. Why? Well, that's what this is to me. This is like, you know, I get my weekly yeah. date with somebody neat. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. I actually did have a guy on the podcast, uh, and 
we matched on a dating app, but like I I didn't think uh, I, I wanted him to be a guest in the podcast, so I used this Raya dating mm. app kind of in a more oh, like. Do not mention that to me. Why? Oh, do you remember you... we signed up together? No, we didn't. I was already on it. No, no, but like you. Oh yeah, and then you got, up, and then I and I put you as a reference. And, Maybe and, that's why and, they didn't deny and, you. And you and, and Eric Andre, who I've never met and don't know because you told me to. I've like never met this person in my entire life. Oh my God. And Loose put, lip sync ships. And I put and I put I put them that was my two references and I got fucking denied. Whatever. Listen, now you're dating a power player. Yeah. We're two gonna, power players. We're a power couple. I think. You guys are a power couple. Yeah. That's all that's that matters. Um, um, all right, so I had this guy on the podcast, mm-hmm. framed it as a date, came on real strong, as you hear me do on this mm-hmm. podcast, where it's like, oh my god, relax, Lexi. When the podcast ended, it was it went from like, oh my god, do you think we're like a good match? The podcast ends, and I was like, my my face falls. I'm exhausted, low blood sugar. I don't give a fuck anymore because the show is over. And I'm like, thanks for doing the podcast. And he was like, what? Because we originally matched on Raya. Uh-huh. Our first date was on the podcast. I framed it that way, even though for me, who it was, was just, it? Uh, I'll tell you later. Uh, off, <laughs> he's, gonna, off, he's gonna know off air. <laughs> he, no, he'll never listen. Um, he won't listen. He's he's too into okay. his own world. Um. And uh, and afterwards he goes, I am so completely confused. We matched on the dating app. You flirt with me the entire podcast. You're asking if we'd be a good couple. You frame it as a date. And then afterwards you're like, well, really nice to meet you. Shook his hand. Like that's – and he completely felt confused and fuck with. And I think that's the tactic. Mm-hmm. Totally fuck with the dude's head. Totally. Because I am – They deserve it. They deserve it. Do you know how many girls this guy's probably fucked with? Seven. You don't. You can't, <laughs> you can't speak for him. Okay. So why do people like, – what's the difference if I use the word gay – or queer? What is the different connotation? I think it's just like this is like Alexia's a it, gay friend, just, so I can ask you all the gay questions. So um, <laughs> like queer sounds like pointy, like the word itself. I have like just like the, I have relationships with words where I'm like I don't like that word. I feel word. like I could be saying so many more interesting things. Well, just and, tell and, me and one dumb just, thing. You could just like read like the the internet and find all of this out, but whatever. But tell me. Uh, so queer is just like modern. It just is is more inclusive. It's like gay, lesbian, trans, gender queer. Gender neutral, all of all of it's a queer a, is all encompassing. Yes. All right, that's all I want to know. That's, oh, f- yeah. Forgive me for wanting to ask you face <laughs> no, to no, face, no, and just no, you know, I'm pointing kidding. me to a computer. I, I I would love to answer any questions I can. Final question as we land this plane. Mm-hmm. Final questions as we descend. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when I became a pilot. Um, okay. So what is this new short film about, and who is this complicated character that you want to? So it's about basically it it it's it started like Beyonce. No, it started from something very personal, and I thought it was about something very specific. Then it turned into something a little broader, but it's basically ended up being a, a short about about an intergenerational gay date that's going on, and basically like the gay millennial entitlement. Um, and in that that issue is really complex because I think millennials in general. Uh, they're really smart and they they're right about a lot of things but have no experience to speak of and they can be really crass in the way that they speak about it I've and experience it, it I've been experiencing it for an hour and a half <laughs> yeah, Keep going. It's, yeah it's 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 true and it's like it's insensitive but it's right so it's it's like a hard thing so basically what's going on um, <laughs> I have allergies I have allergies um, so basically it's like I play the young the young guy and then this guy that I actually dated plays the older guy and um, it's basically it started with like the two parts of myself, like me, like three years ago, like very young and like impulsive and fun 
and like talking all the time and trying to prove myself to people and then like some something that I fear that I could become which is just like old and boring yeah so it's basically like the two sides of myself on a date with each other that's how you just described me earlier you're like <laughs> impulsive crazy all the stuff insecure and then like maybe you're gonna settle down Alexi but you those, projected all of that onto know, me I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong I'm just saying but I that's, know it that's is that's what happens Charles like, you know I'm right that's what happens like you you, you we see each other you strive to like get somewhere in between okay. and I think that's hopefully where I am now so you're on the date but I need to like I need to do this short to like graduate past the the young character because that he's really he's he's awful in it like he he's like the most unlikable character I've probably ever played and you think that's you that you want to get past mm-hmm. you think that's you so what okay how are you gonna get past like all right. When- I think I already am past it. I think I've grown. I've come like you ask any of my friends because I came here like a fucking tornado. Knew every gay person in town. Like I was really social out every night at party, whatever. And um, like it could be described as like someone who's just like trying to like perform at the dinner party for their parents. And I think I've just calmed down in the last few years. And I think a lot of that was like once I started getting some minor successes in what I wanted to do, that helped me a lot because I was so I was definitely like pretty hungry. Yeah. And like I needed to like prove myself. Um, And some of that is gone, which is good. And it feels it feels nice. But also that's hormones. You're so young, Mm -hmm. you know, and you are a performer. You have a lot you want to do, a lot of, like, don't you feel like you have to have crazy manic energy to yeah. be a writer? Like, you need this, because, mm-hmm. like, that manic, crazy kind of personality that I can totally relate to. Yeah. It helps. It makes you yeah. suffer internally, and uh, it could be a lot, but that's why you make shit, because yeah. I feel like you're you're working through all that, and that comes through. Like, you, you have to write something, or you feel compelled to write something to, like, kind of... Work figure all something. that out and yeah, work through the 100%. shit. percent So you need to be everything, that way. Everything I've done, like, all the things I've done have been that. Yeah. Oh, do you fear that if you aren't like that, that you won't be as creative, though? Is that, like, a little uh, cliche thing where it's like, oh, if I get I think the I think I used to, and now the older I get... Um, the older you get. You're so young! <laughs> okay, keep, keep going, but yeah. But the older I get, I realize that you those, like, thoughts don't really go... I don't think you have to experience it to write about it. I think you can put yourself into other people's... Uh, another character's shoes and be like this is what someone like that would be feeling and going through and I think that's like a mature writer you know what I mean? Also I think it takes uh, you don't have to be experiencing some kind of uh, horrible torture whatever Mm. thing I think it says if you can uh, see it I feel like if you're in a situation and you see something funny and dark and and a little interaction happen it takes a certain type of person who knows comedy who's very intuitive to go Oh, that—that's yeah. a moment. I'm gonna remember that. Write exactly. that down. And that's use it. where I mean, that's where Soul came from. And like, I just had this person in my life that like was nonstop talking about show business. Yeah. And, like, I brought him out to a dinner with like some non-show business people, and he was like, "My agent, my agent, my agent, my agent." Oh, and God. then, and then like he left and went to the bathroom. And we we're like, "Does he think any of this matters?" And I was like, "You're right." Um, do we have to go? Okay. We are. We are wrapping this up. But yeah, yeah, uh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But. Uh, was so, sold all unscripted? I mean, no, like a lot of it was like you're just talking. To, you were, were you talking to real people, and did mm-hmm. you have them sign release forms? <gasps> <laughs> they were like, it was Busted. in bumfuck nowhere. I was like, I doubt they know what Vimeo is. It was just Sacramento. Just it, kidding. It was Where no, was no. We talk about Sacramento, but it was in like, um, it was like twenty miles north of Lancaster. Oh, that's where my grandma lives in Lancaster. It was a, a really, weird, dismal, really, Oof. really weird place. I like learned a lot on that shoot. Um, about people. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, I, I'm like, I'm proud of that short. I think it's good. Even though now I'm going to write things for gay people. 
I'm really proud of that short. Yeah, you should be. I was proud of that short. Thank you. I was only watching it. <laughs> um, oh, man. Anything else? We need? Oh, what is keek, by the way? I feel like keep creepy people on the internet keep going, like, do you have a keek? I feel like it's like some sexual, exciting, weird thing that I Kiki? need to know about. K I K. No. K-I-K? Oh, it's it's uh, an app for what? It, I think it's like a Snapchat more for nudes. That's right. Oh my god! I'm pretty sure the Kardashians are like the main driving force behind. Really? Keek. Do people send you dick pics on Snapchat? Well, I think one time someone did. And then I wrote on Twitter, oh, my God, I got my first dick pic on Snapchat. And then all of a sudden it was like all I dicks. literally, like, I ask for them all the time and I never get them. I'll do it. I'm going to do it right now. You're going to send me a dick pic right now? Yeah. Are you talking Guys, to Guys, I'm on a podcast right now and I urge you, please, please send me dick pics. I want them all, all shapes and sizes and colors. If you got a dick, send it to me. And no one will send it. No. Who got it. a dick? Oh, is that like appropriation though? Because I said that like I'm on Power 106 or something. <laughs> you <you're> just. <laughs> you are, she is a Power 106 appropriator. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> what? Um. Okay. <laughs> anyway, listen. Right, like uh, the you, disgusting. Yeah, the, disgusting. the boyfriend questions. Long distance relationships. You're right. These are like things I've done. Orlando. How do we meet? What's up? Oh, what's up with our pilot on E? Anything? I haven't heard, no. All right. I know there were, did upfronts, did like cable upfronts happen yet? I don't fucking know. Don't anyway, know I'm going to watch Fort Tilden. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, uh, I'm excited to befriend your boyfriend, mm-hmm. Charles. Uh, You'll I, be on second season of Search Party. Second season of Search Party. I will be the barista uh, <laughs> at Starbucks in uh, the second scene. T- what, tell me uh, what you liked about Search Party. Oh You're my God. Like- Search Party. It's because it's all, it's like a, it's, it's so subtle. Uh, like how people are horrible. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what's her name's character? The blonde girl? Meredith. Meredith. Oh, so good. Meredith. And it's just like, just like how people are so shallow and That's vain it. and horrible. And I love that Ali, Alia's character is like searching for something. Oh yeah. It's, it's called party. search party. Yeah. She's like searching for stuff. She goes and visits the guy and he's like, this is about you. I have nothing, you know, you have nothing to, uh, you have nothing else. You have nothing else going on, so you're going to obsess about this girl who's missing. But uh, it's kind of twin. I feel like it's Twin Peaksy. That's the exact like thing we were going. Yeah, for. it's twin. It gets definitely way more into the mystery. Like it's a full mystery. It's show. It's a mystery show because I feel like it's a, yeah. I didn't feel like it was like a a laugh out loud comedy, mm-hmm. but I was laughing and so smart and subtle and uh, and I could just feel how lonely she was with all these people who are her friends and the guy, the boyfriend, not listening to her. And, and just like no back. She's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he wouldn't. Oh, my God. And the sex. Just, just a very subtle. It's, it's a great show. Search Party on TBS yeah. coming up. November. How many episodes are, uh, has it been picked up? Ten. Yeah. Picked up. Ten episodes. There, we wrapped on the season. Wrapped on the season. I'll be got, there for season two. We got Parker Posey. We got Parker Posey. We got Ron Livingston. Oh, we got Ron Livingston. We got, oh, we got Christine Taylor. Christine Taylor. We got Rosie Perez. Oh, Rosie Perez. Ever heard of her? I have, yes. <laughs> um, oh, my God. All right. I'm very excited. And you're a writer on the show. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be a writer on season two? Hopefully, if we get a season two. Would you get married and have a baby with your boyfriend, Charles? Ever? I, 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 would, love, I would love to. Oh my god! I would love to. I mean, at this point, it's so it's too early to say anything. But like, I was at this like lesbian wedding, and I was like, I want that to be Charles. Lang. He feels like he definitely feels like someone I could spend a long time with. You overshare worse than I do, <laughs> and it's the most wonderful, adorable thing in the entire world. Like you're you're on a podcast that will be available on the internet. That's like yeah. people will hear. And I love that we're just talking like this, I just like two friends I in just a room. Couldn't imagine anyone I know listening to this. 
Well, thank you. I'm <laughs> Wait a I'm second. Kidding. But would you close off the open relationship if you got married? Or would it just be no. like open or married now? No. I think I was just talking about this. People <laughs> were so scared of gay people ruining the sanctity of marriage. And they were right. We are like exposing that like marriage doesn't have to be this like straight edge thing. And you could have it be a bunch of different ways. And like we're definitely ruining marriage, but we're ruining it for the better. We're ruining it for the better. Well, on that note, I'm excited to get married and ruin marriage for the better as well yes. at some point. Who knows who it will be? Time will tell. Uh, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Yay. Do you regret oh, it? What? No, no. Uh, Instagram. I want people to follow me on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Where, can, where <laughs> I, I will have already said that in the intro, but where, okay. where can we find you on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat? At JT First Man. First Man. It's pronounced First Man, but it's spelled First Man. So, yeah. JT First Man. JT Firstman. JT Firstman. Everyone, JT Firstman. JT Firstman. All you listeners, oh, JT Firstman. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I love you. Love you. Now leaving nerdist.com.